Yes, we are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for True Hill Heat 146. A huge thanks to Dutch Mantel, but we're getting back-to-back -back wrestling legends on this edition of True Hill Heat. We have the star maker himself, Kenny Bolin. We're going to be talking about the latest wrestling news. Producers, please hit the True Hill Heat intro. Welcome to True Heel Heat, the place where we use insider terms because we think we know what the fuck we're talking about, even though we don't. My name's Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and I'm better than you, and you know it. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for True Hill Heat 146 Nuclear Relaunch. We are here to talk about the latest wrestling news, including the results from 2021 WWE Draft. AJ Mendez, aka AJ Lee, returning to wrestling for WOW Women of Wrestling and Tessa Blanchard's Association as well, as well as a controversial new shirt from her which Chrissy Love is going to talk about ladies and gentlemen I know you're going to enjoy that plans for Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar post crown jewel Will Ospreay coming to MLW recap of all the week in wrestling preview of GCW Fight Club and Impact Knockouts Knockdown plus much more I am back once again with the beautiful the lovely the princess of all the true hills Miss Chrissy Love good morning everybody let's just Dive in. Why are you trying to trigger me already? SP with Tessa Blanchard, huh? Trigger, trigger. Uh, and we have the resident True Hill alcoholic himself, the candle maker, the president of Titan Nation, top guy JJ. Apparently, MJF came in here immediately and disliked our show as soon as it started because already some turd already hit the dislike button. So, you know, I guess we're, <laughs> we're up to an amazing start already, guys. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon to the other guys that's watching. Absolutely. Yes. Good Absolutely. <laughs> and we have a very special guest. We've been on a long line of oh, acclaimed God. guests. We've had uh, Emmy Award winner. We had a wrestling legend last week, and we have another wrestling legend this week. He is the king. He is the manager of all the stars of the oh, last twenty years: John <laughs> Cena, Bobby Lashley, The Miz, John Morrison. It doesn't matter. You can Mark name Henry. him. Bull Buchanan. <laughs> uh, you can name him, and he's managed him. Pretty he much. is Kenny Bolin. Just tickled pink to be here today. I'm so tickled pink. I'm even wearing pink socks today <laughs> with my neon. Oh, I can't get my leg up. Can I get it up there? Nah, hell no. no I can't. It's way too high. Way too high. There we go. Um, uh, why did we have to eat up valuable time on this show, rolling a highlight reel of all the stuff that everybody already heard Dutch Mantel say? Uh, <laughs> the only reason we're going to break the record today is because I've made it very clear I'm going to reveal all the dirt that I've accumulated on Dutch Mantel over his 65-year career. I think he's, he didn't even start till he's in his 40s. Dutch is about 105 years old. There's the first thing I'm going to tip off to. He looks good for his age, I'll give you that. But we're going to reveal some dirt on old dirty Dutch Mantel today. And do I still have executive privilege on this show? I think I do, right? Yeah, 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 of course. All whenever right. I'm uh, whenever I'm in charge, you always have some type of privilege here. The not-so-great is a troller. Let's get rid of that right now. Probably the one that gave us the thumbs down. So let's get rid of that one. 
executive privilege here today. They can still watch the show. They're just not going to be able to comment. Ban him. And I still want the deal I got last time. I get $20 for every troller. And if you accidentally post a troller comment, I get 50 Same deal I had last time. I, I hope our producer in the background is uh, listening to that so they don't, because he loves to highlight the trollers, but we're not exactly, going to give them I that. that also, I, I want to point out Miss Chrissy Love is actually in my bedroom next door. I just want to. <laughs> Looking good, too, I might add. Looking good. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. And we got a I bunch of. Say, our... I'm going to say right now that her and I definitely have the sexiest voices on this show. Did you hear that opening with Chrissy? My God, I didn't even have to see her to know what we had coming. <laughs> My God. But I mean, between, between, her and I probably should open up some sex chat line or something. <laughs> what? Well, you know, we, we both sound sexy. We look sexy. I think we do good. I think we could probably pull in a grand a day apiece. My God. I mean, listen, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Start it up, friend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Me and you, baby. We're off to a smashing start. 1900 KRS bowling. Uh, that's what our producer just messaged me. <laughs> <laughs> We're off yeah. to a smashing start, ladies and gentlemen. You guys know what to do. Wow. Drop a thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, <laughs> friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. What if you have a new another question, not to interrupt, but that's what I do. One other question. This isn't the sports key to deal, right? This isn't no. the thing based in Bombay, India somewhere. The, the, no, it's not. Wow. All my money. We're, we're based why in New York. Hell, why the same hell are we going live at 11.05 in the morning? I don't have five fans awake this early in the morning. We'd pack the house if this was a 7.05 start. Hey, hey, hey. I, I got kids. I can only do these things in like no, the morning and afternoon. I know you didn't do it. It's me. It's me. It's me and my wife. We're responsible for that. But, you know, you know, it is what it is. But, yes, uh, share it with your friends. Subscribe if you are new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Of, of course, if you're watching us live, leave your thoughts on the podcast in the live chat. We try to highlight as many of your comments as possible. But if you want your if you want your comment highlighted, your take highlighted, if you have a question for the star maker himself, Kenny Bolin, give us a Super Chat donation. $1 or more donation. It helps out the channel greatly. And we will make sure your question is shouted out by and, Kenny and, Bolin. And, and you have to PayPal me $20, Kenny Bolin at MSN.com or at my... Uh, my uh, Cash app, uh, $20 plus the dollar that goes here. Don't forget that. <laughs> Hi, he's already, Derek. Hi, he's, South Cody. He's already got it. He's got it in his 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 uh, yeah, title right there. Everything right everything you need. Everything you need. Uh, this is already sent me 20 bucks. Now I'm going to tell you why. The, <laughs> the cash bag is live. <laughs> Thank you for it's, the 20, Chrissy. You will get your money's worth. I'll call you after <laughs> We're already we're already starting. They're they're already in business together. Starting their uh their their phone channel. Make a grand a day of peace. I promise you that. Did you hear that voice? Do you realize what gold mine you got sitting here? Come on, son. I do, I do. That's why she's the, the star of the show. She's the star of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody knows that. You're, you're, yeah. So for the record, I'm trying to be Chrissy's record. Dutch Mantel didn't get no one thousand four hundred views. She got thirteen ninety nine of those. I think maybe Dutch's <laughs> mother might have tuned in. Who's one hundred and thirty five, by the way? Oh my God! You're she's old woman. She's old woman. We are, we, we, you, know what the, say, you know what I would say to Dutch Mantel's mother if she was sitting here right now? I'd say, "What, what the say? hell are you doing here, old woman? You've been dead for thirty five years." <laughs> we have just entered Highlander territory, guys. 
Bob Hazelwood My in the house. God. He's not awake. He's in My his- God, this show is already <laughs> off the rails, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, she's old um, woman, uh, 135. We already I mean, got my producer collecting her social security checks. To be honest with you, I don't think he ever reported her death. My the producer in the background is saying Chrissy Loves is going to be the next uh, person on the Speaking Out movement. Um, this edition of True Hill Heat is brought to you by. Well. I think by I just got named. I think I've been named during the show. <laughs> It's brought to you by Warrior Wrestling Power Four <laughs> TV. Huge announcement! If you haven't heard already, you can now. Has become... there ever been a speak out live on a show? Just just call him out right. Now. I mean, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm sure never name the first time. Never in the first eleven minutes of a podcast. I don't yeah, think we've ever quick. we've ever accomplished yeah, that. That's pretty fast, right there. You're already making history, Kenny. Um, <laughs> Where's everybody based from? You are Chicago, correct, or New York? No, New York. No, New, New York. York. Uh, Chrissy. New York. New York. Whole group is from New York here, sir. Oh, good. I feel like an invader. All right. Well, no, I'm I'm... Just do the best I can here from <laughs> I lived in the wait, South wait, for a little curious, bit. Though. I'm, just, I'm just curious. What, what, why is SP from Chicago? I'm trying. I'm trying to figure this part out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody on the show was from Chicago, wasn't they? Didn't we deal with somebody? And of course, you got uh, the that Rick, was Phil. Cheapo, Ricky Chipo from, from Chicago too. That yeah, was uh, that was Phil. That was Phil Lindsay. He was an embarrassment to Cincinnati. I mean, my God, he's the reason we lost the daggum playoffs. The minute they made him some type of on-site reporter, they tanked and the season went away, and the Cardinals win seventeen in a row. It was an inside job by Uchipo. I'm telling everybody how that. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, we're, we're shooting on Rick Rick Uchino. It's it's well, great. He's I love shooting it. on. He's worth shooting on. I, I love did it Dutch, myself. Did Dutch, did Dutch get in some stuff on him too? I hope. Yes, he did. Yes, Good. he definitely did. He I'll definitely did. I'll do what I can. <laughs> But you can now not only do your Super Chat donations, you can now become a Patreon backer for True Hill Heat. Patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. We started it up this week. We want to thank everyone who's already backed the uh, the Patreon. $3 a month. It's a simple donation, but you get exclusive True Hill Heat content like myself, Miss Chrissy Love, and Romeo doing the Escape the Undertaker watch along. Myself and Jay News did a breakdown of the first half of the G1 Climax. 31. We had exclusive pictures from AEW Dynamite second anniversary and Rampage spoilers. So check out our patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat to support. And of course, for our supporters, we always like to shout you out to start off the podcast. So we start off with our True Hill roll call coming in at number three, our top three conversation starters on the True Hills group page. Austin Hartsfield Brown coming in at number two, Jessica V. And coming in at number one, the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Once again, the same as last week. Uh, True Hills that we shout out, Jose Gonzalez, Charles Kirkhoff, EBB, who's already in the live chat with us, Easy Attack, a.k.a. Professor Chris. Uh, YouTube subscriber highlight. Like I said, Chrissy Love is the draw, so she had a comment <laughs> dedicated to her on Dark Side of the Ring, Bikers, Bombs, and Bedlam, Johnny K9 review that we did yesterday with Beat Boop saying Miss Chrissy Love is the gem of True Hill Heat. Thanks, guys. No lies detected there. There you go. There you go. Right, I, gotta, sure. I gotta ask a question right off the bat. What the hell is behind his head? What is all that stacked up behind my man's head right there? Oh, let him. Let him know. Let him know. Top guy, JJ. Oh, this is my exquisite, my lovely, awesome candle collection. So, oh, I, I about, like candles. I didn't realize that's what. Truthfully, there's about three hundred candles behind me right now. I've got a vanilla. I got a vanilla and an apple scent that I haven't lit yet because the windows are all open and, and you yes. won't get the full effect. But when winter locks in, they're getting lit back up. Yeah, so you got a, <laughs> I got a vanilla scent right here. I got an yeah. apple scent right there. 
Well, they're not doing a damn bit of good unless you light them up. Why don't you light them well, all if up you during see, the show? If, 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 you, if I could show you, see the top of my thing? I only light two at a time, sir. I don't oh, light all 300 oh, at a time. And then we rotate. Like then disaster. we rotate. Yes. Yeah, That's a lot yeah. of damn money. I know how much those things cost. That's a lot of money you got. You could have donated that to the bowling alley. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so well, yeah. Got, so you know, we can do some exchanges. You could. Uh, well, yeah. Now that I know that you got about twenty grand. Now that I know you got about twenty grand in candle money over there, we might be able to talk. <laughs> we got yeah, a bunch know, of. You're probably right because you ain't see the other side either. We got a bunch of new uh, new people joining us from the Bowling Alley community. We got Bob Hazelwood, DJ Eric, uh, South Dakota, a uh, bunch of folks join. Always following Kenny wherever he is at. And yes, up Kenny, way uh, too early, up way too early. Kenny, and and yes, Kenny, yeah, where are you at, Kenny? Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky, home okay. of the Louisville Cardinals, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Yum Center, which was and, uh, they were they were going to call it the Bucket, but they backed off of that. that and the cool. great the great OVW, which brings oh, us to our first, uh, our first the Kentucky Derby, of course, right here. Yes, our first segment, which is which is giving Kenny Bowling some questions. We want to get to know you and your illustrious no, career. You don't want to get to know me. Yes, we do. So yes, we do. We're getting we're getting in depth and uh you start you are one of the the lead managers, lead heel managers. No, I was one of the lead managers. Let me correct you right now. I was the lead manager. Let I, him know. I my closest competition sent one, and that was Dave Batista. And I said, Well, you can have that one. Good choice, sir. Good <laughs> choice. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Even though politically, we are very much aligned. Me and Batista are like that politically. No. But yeah, I tried to give a rundown at the start. Give a rundown of some of the stars you have managed in your time well, as a professional uh, we wrestler. Start, manager. We, we started out with uh, my first ever member was uh, Bull Buchanan. Uh, he was the first person I sent to the WWE. Then not long after that, uh, we acquired uh, Rico Constantino. Not long after that, we had uh, uh, John Cena, of course. We had uh, Sean O'Hare. And uh, for some reason, my son is calling me during the show, so we'll just have to let that ring. <laughs> and uh, go away, kid. You bother me. So um, see if that works or not. Um, and then that led on to, to, to wrestlers such as uh, Carlito, Shad Gaspard, uh, Sean O'Hare, as I mentioned earlier, Lance Cade. Unfortunately, we've lost a few of those over the past few years. Uh, Lance Cade was like a son to me. Um, Sean O'Hare and I had a ball. He was such a love, a lover of Spider-Man had the webs and everything tattooed on his arms, even though he was told not to. And, uh, and, uh, Shad Gaspard was just the sweetest guy you'd ever want to meet. And, uh, a lot, a lot of greats that we've had in Ohio Valley wrestling. Uh, the Miz, of course, managed him, managed not to get my ass whipped by Brock Lesnar. So I'm considered that I managed him. And a lot of these guys I didn't personally manage, they feuded with us to get on television to elevate their way to the top, such as Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, various guys like that. Of course, we worked with a lot of the women, Mickey James, Maurice, uh, Natalie Neidhart, um, Beth Phoenix. Uh, so many of the great females were all developed right in Ohio Valley. I mean, we had 10 WWE stars in the female division on our roster at one time. It was just amazing the amount of, women, uh, of female talent that we had at that time. Yes, what a, I'm what sure a, we'll drop another name or two. I mean, there's 54. My God, I don't want to name drop the whole show. 
What a, what a what a list of illustrious talent, Miss Chrissy Love. Do you have a not question? Not a coattail rider, not a coattail rider <laughs> like a lot of these other managers. I developed my guys from dirt, and many of them are still making millions of dollars today. And by the way, your dues are owed. You got to send you dues. <laughs> dues are a little late. Make them pay, Miss Chrissy Love. Go ahead if you have well, a I'm question not even for Kenny. Charge Chrissy Love for her question. I'll, I'll answer free of charge. <laughs> Kenny, uh, one, I, I love your background. I love that crown that's in the case. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love your fish tank. Um, what is? What Good do you do when you tank. wake up? What is your day like? What? Oh God, I've never <laughs> been asked that question before. Um, I normally sleep in shifts. Uh, I, I'm not a, the best sleeper in the world. Um, I have a tendency to sleep three hours here three hours there. I take a nap almost every day, except yesterday and the day before I had very busy days and was not able to get my nap in. I sound like a little baby. <laughs> Got to get a little two or three hour nap in, I but, it nearly, but at nearly 62 years of age. And by the way, I don't dye my hair like Dutch Mantel does. And you think you just go ahead and dye the mustache too, just, just so it's not so obvious what he's doing. Uh, this is all natural. This is what the good Lord above gave me, even though I'm a uh, pretty much a, a known atheist but if the good lord was going to give me something it's this beautiful dark hair that he would have given me mm. so uh gotta got lovely here when I said I was lovely <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how you uh, that's how I you get aroused well i wake up first thing i gotta do is let the dogs out but mm. the first thing i do i gotta go to the bathroom first because i gotta go worse than they do <laughs> so when i wake up i go to the bathroom then i got two sometimes three dogs i take care of my son's dog from time mm. to time so they got to go. And then uh, here lately, I've been starting my day off with my V8 juice diet. I mentioned off air that I'd lost 32 pounds recently. Took a couple of weeks off from podcasting. Might take three weeks off. You're the only show I'm doing in a three-week period. That okay. ought to be an honor within itself. Thank you. Honor. Um, yes. Let's see. Normally, I do two or three podcasts a week. Like I said, I've taken a very light schedule the past two or three weeks. Uh, I book hotels uh, for a former friend, business partner of mine that I used to work with back in the mid 80s. Okay. And uh, I book the hotels for the sales rep. So that takes up uh, maybe an hour of the day. They pay me for eight. So what the hell? And um, watch a lot of news, a lot of news, a lot of uh, even the Fox. I watch the Fox just to hear what those idiots are saying. Getting ready to start watching a show called Successions on HBO Max. Oh, yes, I watched Succession, yes. Oh, my God. I saw Stephen Colbert promoting it last night. I had to call my son and tell him about it. I said, man, this show looks like it's off the charts. The title didn't catch me. The actors didn't catch me. No. I saw on the show. Oh, my God. Is it it basically about Rupert Murdoch? Yeah, it's 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 very very slow. I'm gonna tell you that right now, Ken. It's very slow, but once mm-hmm. it picks up, like by like episode eight of season one, okay. it'll start. It'll you'll start. Should I just go to episode eight? No, 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 no. You, you have start to start just do the other seven. <laughs> All right. No, Who you have to, to start at the shit. beginning. Yeah. All right. But, um, I want to recommend a show to you based in Kentucky. If you get a chance, if you like kind of action, well. I, I won't call it action drama because I don't know I don't know how to categorize it, but give the show Justified a chance. Justified? It's based okay. in Harlan and Lexington, Kentucky, and Justified is just every character is just gold. Every character is just got to be on the show. Mm-hmm. All of them are like Emmy award winning actors, whether they want them or not, they should have. And you check out Justified if you've never seen Where, it. What platform? Uh, Hulu, six Hulu. seasons of it. It used to be okay. on FX. Okay. And uh, okay. and of course, the Shield was another great show. There's a mm-hmm. couple. Uh, Boyd Crowder, who's on Justified, was also Michael Chiklis's right hand guy in the Shield. 
Gotcha. So, okay. but the shield uh, justified are a couple of great shows to check out. If you like, they're, they're kind of cop movies, especially the shield. Yeah. But justified. Uh, he plays a U.S. deputy marshal who's trying to do away with drugs in Harlan, Kentucky. Good luck at that. Okay. I will definitely put it on <laughs> Timothy the list. Timothy Oliphant's the guy. Yeah. We got we got a bunch of a bunch of love for all the TV TV show suggestions uh, suggestions there. Yeah. Uh, Top guy JJ, any questions for Kenny? Um, more of um a story request because I know sure. you worked with all of these dudes, and I am dying mm-hmm. to hear a rib that you've done in OVW because I know you've probably ribbed the entire roster. I just want to know what your favorite rib. I I was not a river because I didn't like getting. You're a liar. I was I I was there for business. <laughs> what was that liar? I, I was there for business, and I knew if I ribbed them, then I got thirty guys ready to get me. Mm-hmm. So I had to play the numbers. I mean, uh, I guess technically I was number three in command. You had Danny Davis. Well, maybe four. Danny Davis, Rip Rogers, uh, then Cornette. But me and Cornette were more hands on. Cornette was more hands on at the shows. I was more hands-on traveling up and down the road with the guys. And Jimmy didn't go to all the shows. He would go to the ones he thought would draw so he could take credit for it. <laughs> so if he knew it was going to be a shit show, you weren't going to see Jimmy anywhere near that show. And that way you could blame everybody else. Um, but now I, honestly, I was not much of a river. But the one story I do have in mind is that um, I'll give you one with, with a guy. Uh, I think his name was, I think his last name was Love or something like that. Uh, no, David C. David C. And uh, I was wanting to leave the show early. I, I had kind of carte blanche. I could come in five minutes before the show and I could leave when my match was over. I had some privileges that everyone else didn't have. And more often than not, I took advantage of them. So I'm getting ready to leave the show. So David C. stands in front of me. He's he's about 6'1", maybe 320, 330. And at that time, I was probably about 6'1", pushing probably 3 to 320 myself. And I play uh, in language is whatever we want here, right? I heard uh, yes. on the show. He's foul, foul mouthing on the show early. Uh, so that opens the gates up for me. Absolutely. So David stands in front of me and tells me I can't leave the show. I said, David, let me remind you something. I said, I might play a pussy manager. I said, but I'm going out that door. Move out of the fucking way or I'm going to move you. He looks at me. He says, I dare you. I said, all right. So he gets in a three-point stance, and then I took three steps forward, lowered my shoulder, blasted him to the floor. I said, get out of my way, bitch. And then I walked out the door. (laughs) He was so humiliated. The boys gave him so much shit that the fat pussy manager put him on the ground. And he was the the current champion at that time. He he quit. He quit the business. (laughs) We never saw him again. God, it was at the new building, maybe seven or eight years later, and he was begging my son to put him in the new vamped version of Bowling Services. My son says, no, never. You will never see a day in Bowling Services after my dad pumped your ass out back in like 1998 or whatever. It was before we had the WWE contract. So probably 90, 97 or 98, and then we never saw him again until the mid-2000s. And, uh Good. And uh, the other one would have been uh, Ron Waterman. Do y'all remember Ron Waterman, the uh, MMA fighter? Yeah. Okay, well, Ron Waterman, uh, they were trying to pull a rib on me where Waterman was going to blast me pretty good. Uh, I was holding a wrestler. The wrestler was going to duck. I think it was Rob Conway. And uh, the wrestler was going to duck, and then I was supposed to get a working punch. Well, Ron Waterman lit me up pretty good because the boys told him to. (laughs) And... uh, he got me pretty good in the jaw. I go to the back. I got a Coke can on my jaw. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. 
And uh, he comes back there. He says, Kenny, you all right? I said, no, I'm not all right, you son of a bitch. I said, you just knocked me about half out. Kenny, I only hit you with a third of what I got. I said, well, goddamn, please save the other two thirds. That killed me. And uh, Randy Orton hit me in the ear once when I told him not to hit me in the ear because I'd had ear surgery uh, years ago and I didn't want to fuck with that. So I had to light his ass up when we got to the back. And it was, I, I got to yell at Randy Orton. So that was fun. And wow. uh, David and, da and Daniel Pewter lit me up good because Jimmy told him to throw a working punch at me. He says, uh, Daniel, he says, because Daniel didn't know a lot of the terminology. As you figured yeah. out when he damn near beat Kurt Angle's ass on television because they didn't <laughs> think he could, Jimmy's getting in pewter shit. And he says, you don't know. He says, do you know what a working punch is? He says, yeah, of course I know what one is. <laughs> he says, do me a favor. Throw a working punch at Bowling's shoulder and show me how to do a working punch. That stupid fuck about knocking me through a goddamn wall. You stupid motherfucker! Do you not know what a goddamn working punch, punch is? He said, when he said working, I thought he wanted it to look good. That's why I hope the fuck it looked good. <laughs> I broke my goddamn shoulder, so... More it was me getting ribbed by dumb fucks than it was me ribbing anybody, because I didn't want to open the floodgates up to all them trying to get back at me. So I was not much of a river like uh, Owen Hart and Davy Boy Smith and those guys. They would rip mm. the shit out of you. JBL, all those guys, you know, mm. they, they would rib the shit. Out. And I didn't, I didn't want that uh, because there's way more of them than there are of me. So I, just, I tried to play cool and stay out of that shit. <laughs> we got a super chat donation with a question here from uh, uh, Neil Jackson. He never donates that much on my show. He said a dollar, you dumbass. Quit giving them all <laughs> that goddamn money. <laughs> Stupid fuck. Hey, that's a goddamn that, Hoosier for you. Yeah. You, you got, right, you got, got out, he, he's loyal to the True Hill Heat fam. He's, no, he's, loyal. he's loyal. <laughs> he's loyal to the fam. So, uh, Kenny, oh, are you a... Another accomplishment I want to brag about. I have beaten almost every world champion there is. I've beaten the AWA champion, Jerry the King Lawler. It was by disqualification, but I still won. Still a uh, I've beaten the WCW champion. Uh, which I think Cena held that belt at one point, the WWE champion. Uh, well, he didn't actually hold it when he was in WCW, but he held it when they yeah. brought the belt over. Yeah. Title. You World know what title. I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but I've beaten Cena. I've beaten Mark Henry. I've beaten Big Show. I've beaten Rico, which he still to this day does not like me talking about. Uh, Rob Conway, the NWA champion. Uh, Mark Henry, I think I might have mentioned. Uh, but normally, if I beat you, that was the greatest day in your life because that means you were getting ready to get called up to the WWE. So you wanted to lose <laughs> to me. That that was your ticket out of OVW and to go make the big money. Uh, but someone figured up that I'd beaten every major champion that there was, uh, whether they were champion at that time or not, it's another story. Uh, but trust me, when I, I didn't even know I'd beat Lawler. He got disqualified for trying to give me the pile driver. He couldn't get me up for it, so they disqualified him for trying because that was supposed to be the finish. So I didn't realize I'd won, and I saw somebody sent me these record books of all the people I'd beaten. It says, Kenny Boland defeats Jerry the King Lawler Six Flags. I said, when the fuck did I beat Jerry Lawler? And then I read by disqualification, so they disqualified him for trying to pile drive me. When he couldn't. I'll tell you, he never, <laughs> right. Is I'll that a pop figure of yourself there? That is. That is. Oh, wow. Um, nice. One of my former co-hosts that's been blocked from the show, never to be seen again, made that for me. But, uh, wow, but I that's like so that. cute. He's got, yeah. got the BS shirt on there and the crown and everything. And yeah. I'm glad you pointed that out. That, that's a problem with you. sell that for about a That's, that's pretty good. Right there. Yeah. That's yeah, really I'm going to nice. put that on yeah. eBay for about 100 grand and see how much I get. 
the wow. devil eyes. Hey, uh, Kenny, are you a Son of Anarchies fan? Is uh, our question? Oh, from absolutely. Uh, Son oh, of Anarchy. Uh, oh, uh, wait, wait a minute. Was that the show? That was the motorcycle Sons show. Sons of Anarchy. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. The show with the bikers and uh, Danny yeah. Davis got me hooked on that. Uh, his uh, they took that channel away off his Dish Network, and I had Spectrum at that time, or whatever <laughs> the hell they were called. And he says, "Kenny, can you record me the Sons of Anarchy until I get something that that gets that channel?" So I recorded like six weeks of episodes. I started watching it, and I got hooked. So I went back and mm. watched from the beginning. Definitely one of my favorite shows, man. Yes. That was a solid ass show. Love Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy, and, and of course the Sopranos. Yep. And my theme music uh, was the Sopranos. Yeah. Jimmy wanted me to come out to some ACDC bullshit. Uh, he had Jack Black <laughs> coming out to hair of the dog. Everybody on the fucking OVW roster come out to goddamn ACDC, and I wasn't about to be a part of it. So here's a funny story for you: Me, John Cena, and Rico are getting ready to have a tag title match on television. This is televised. Cornette says, no, we're not going to play that Sopranos bullshit. You're not a fucking mobster. I said, well, in OVW, I'm as close to the mob as you're going to get. We're not coming out to that ACDC bullshit. I said, our new theme song is the theme from the Sopranos. I said, we're going to stand in that curtain. And I said, when I hear the Sopranos music, we're going out. I said, play that fucking ACDC shit. We're not going out. Sure enough, we're in the curtain. We're waiting to go. Main event television tag title match, I think, against the Disciples of Sin. And that ACDC shit plays. I look at Cena and Rico. I said, do not go. He says, Kenny Cornett's going to have a fucking cow. I said, the heat's on me. I said, do not fucking go. All right. Goddamn, Cornett's going to be furious. I said, I know. Do not fucking go. I told him we're not going out to that shit. So they're playing it, and it plays about a minute. They got to take a fucking commercial break. They're fucking furious. They come back from the commercial. Sopranos music, and out we go. And Jimmy was hot as a fucking firecracker. I said, I told you. <laughs> We're not going out to that shit. I said, we'd have stayed in that goddamn curtain all night long. Eats on me. The boys wanted to go. I told Rico and Cena, do not go. We're staying till we hear our fucking music. And we got our music, and it never changed after that. That's, how you, little, that's how you get it. People thought I had. Now, that's how you get the stroke. If I had pulled that shit in the WWE, I'd never been seen again. But we was going to kill a huge-ass storyline over music, and I was willing to do it. We got DJ Eric with a super chat donation saying America's most moist superstar, Rick Uchino, fears Kenny Bowen. Oh, there's no doubt about that. He's that's why you never see me and Uchino on the same shows anymore. He's terrified of me. He don't want anything to do with me. He knows he calls the Cincinnati Reds the title. He's bad luck. He's a schlep rock. He's an albatross. You know what an albatross is? An albatross is a big ugly bird that brings doom and gloom everywhere it goes. And that's what you are, Rick Uchino. You ruined the red season. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting on Ricky Chino, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. I love Ricky it. Chipo, the albatross of the Sports Kita Network. <laughs> the big ugly bird that brings doom and gloom everywhere it goes. Oh boy. Well, you mentioned me and Chrissy Love. And, Absolutely. And Candle, and he had to change his name to Candleman. I think Candleman would be a great name. <laughs> candle, candle, candle guy. Candle guy, JJ. Candles back there for crying out loud. <laughs> well, well, he never has to worry about being homeless if he sells all those damn ca candles he could buy. No, no absolutely not. i got to worry about being homeless anyway. But, yeah, that's a great backup plan. <laughs> There you go. Uh, question for you since you brought up uh, Jim Cornette. Can you explain? I didn't bring his name up. When did yes, I you did. Oh, yes, I'm you there. did. A couple of All times. Right, uh, how did you meet Jim Cornette and how is your relationship he with him now? A, he was in a hot tub at the Oldham County Fair. No, we Whoa. Didn't. Whoa. I was like, I was like, we're, we're already, we're already off the rails here. You, you, you. <laughs> no, he was in a hot tub with some, uh, no, I won't go there. 
Uh, no, Jimmy and I uh, were big fans of uh, Jerry Lawler and uh, Jimmy Valiant, Roddy Piper, those guys. And I had not met Jimmy before. I had just started going to the Louisville Gardens at about age 14. And about age 15, Jimmy noticed that I was uh, sitting in the first row of the cheap seats. I would get there at 6 o'clock for an 8 o'clock show. You had to or you couldn't get in. Louisville Gardens would sell out every Tuesday night. And if you weren't there at 6.05 in line to get the first come first of seating. Now, of course, if you had ringside, you didn't have to worry about that. So I would get there at about six o'clock, me and a lady named Lola Johnston. Uh, she would give me a ride down. She says, Jenny, do you want to go roller skating on Tuesday? Or would you like to go to the wrestling matches? I said, were Jerry Lawler wrestles? She said, hell yeah. Fuck skating. I'll go Wednesday. I said, I'm going to go see Jerry the King Lawler. So tickets for $2.50 to set in the general admission back then. So my mother would give me an allowance uh, so I could go. I, I got five bucks. I got two fifty for the show and then two fifty to eat on after the show. We'd go to Kingfish, named it after me. It was un unbelievable they did that for me. So um, I'd get down there about 6 o'clock, and uh, Lola would wait in the back alley to meet the wrestlers as they came through. And the, the heels and baby faces all had to come through the same way. But back then, you didn't dare walk up together. Heels would come in. Baby faces would wait five or ten minutes, and they would come in. So I'm back there, and I wanted to meet Jerry Lawler. Well, Lawler didn't speak to me forever. I, hey, Jerry, hey, I'm your biggest fan. You know, he didn't want no fucking fans. He was the biggest heel in the goddamn wrestling territory. So he wasn't going to talk to nobody back there. But Sam Bass, occasionally, his manager would stop and talk. So I kind of buddied up with Sam Bass, and he would talk like a normal human being, even though I'm a 14-, 15-year-old kid. And developed a little bit of a relationship with Sam Bass. And then eventually Lawler finally stopped and talked to me. He said, man, you're an idiot. I said, why is that? He says, I, he says, I see you up there rooting for me. He says, you're the only person out of 5,000 people that cheers for me. They throw shit at you. They heckle you during the whole show. He said, you're an idiot. Why do you do that? I said, I'm here to see you. I don't give a shit who likes it or not. And uh, so that was really the closest I'd got to meet him. Well, Jimmy Hart used to travel to all the shows with him before Jimmy became his manager. So Jimmy Hart sees me cheering for him. Jimmy Cornette, the photographer, sees me cheering for him. So Cornette makes friends with me. He says, man, he says, I got to get you out of there. They're going to kill you up here. He says, why don't you? He says, I never use my seat. My mother's always selling pictures at the picture stand. I got two seats available. Why don't you take my seat and uh, bring a friend? And uh, he says, hey, we'll, we'll get together. We'll meet up sometime. Hey, where do you live? I live in LaGrange. Well, I'll come out there and see. I got a car, which I didn't. And uh, so that's how our friendship developed was him noticing me cheering for Lawler. Well, not long after that, Jimmy Hart saw me rooting for Lawler. So he, during intermission, and no one knew who Jimmy Hart was at this time. He was just Lawler's friend that rode to the towns with him. So Hart calls me over. He says, man, I see you up there cheering for Jerry like that. He says, you're the only fan Jerry's got. I said, yeah. I said, he knows. I've told him in the back before. He says, so you met him? I said, briefly. I said, we just talked for a few seconds. He said, well, how would you like to come backstage and meet him? I said, hell yeah, that'd be great. He said, well, when the show's over, meet me here. I'll walk you back and introduce you to Jerry and let you two get to know each other a little bit. I said, well, that's great. So he takes me back. Well, Christine Jarrett ran a strict camp. She did not like fans of anybody. She didn't even like Cornette going to certain levels back there. He went back there to take his pictures. He was not allowed to go down into the locker room area. And so she wasn't even real thrilled with Jimmy being back there. So when she sees me back there and she doesn't even know who I am, she was furious. She got in heart shit. You don't ever bring the fans back here, this, that, and the other. And then, of course, eventually it went to where we got carte blanche to go back there. But if it weren't for Jimmy Hart, I'd have never got that face-to-face -face meeting with Jerry to really talk and, and have no fans being around and everything and uh, develop a friendship with him. Jimmy and I got to be best friends for the better part of 45 years. Our uh, friendship ended when I quit doing uh, the podcast because Brian Last was a piece of shit. 
which I heard he has said some horrible things apparently about Conrad, Robert Fuller, and one other wrestler. I don't know what he said. I asked Conrad, I said, what the fuck's going on here? He says, Kenny, I don't care. I could care less. I wish Brian last all the best. I said, well, you wish him better than I do. So I only worked on last podcast for two weeks to where he was the host of the bowling alley. I, Me and Cornette got into a huge argument over it. He couldn't believe I was leaving. I said, well, not only am I leaving, I said, but Russo's offering me about five times the money that I make here. So I'm going to work for Vince Russo. And I said, I hope you ain't got a problem with that. Well, you had a problem with it. Well, of course. <laughs> and we never and we never mended our friendship after that. But hey, man, I need to fucking make money. Russo is uh, 10 times the guy Cornette will ever hope to be when it comes to morals and ethics. Sorry, but that's just how the fuck it is. And, uh, and fuck, I'll tell you, Russo, uh, I mean, short of donations, I do a lot of fundraisers, as you know, for Filipino fundraisers and things like that but russo's a good guy i mean whether you like his fucking wrestling booking i disagreed with a lot of the shit he booked i uh, obviously Cornette did but i'm not gonna hate somebody because they book bad wrestling if i was yeah. gonna hate somebody for that i would have hated Cornette a long fucking time ago if i'm gonna <laughs> hate somebody for stealing wrestling ideas i told bill after name me the original thought that jimmy came up with in the wrestling business you tell me what you think that is and i'll tell you who he stole it from and who did it better so we named like 10 fucking ideas Jimmy came up with, and I told him where he stole them from and how he got the idea <laughs> and who did it better. <laughs> so one fan says, well, I know, I know. I said, put the fan's question up. Jimmy invented the scaffold match. I said, you fucking idiot. No, he didn't. Jerry Jewett <laughs> and Al Green, I'm sorry, Don Green, invented the scaffold match. And guess what? They did it I better. You know why? I was like, about to say too. Not that, not that <laughs> Al Green. Not that was <laughs> Al there was no concert. There was no concert before the show. Promise you that. And But I said, Jerry Jarrett did it better because he didn't blow his fucking knees out during the goddamn scaffold match. They knew how to fucking work it. So no, Jimmy didn't come up with a goddamn scaffold match either. And nobody could name one match one scenario, one angle that Jimmy came up with that I couldn't name where he got it from because I've seen all the shit too. And I know, you know, uh, I guess uh, imitation is the best form of flattery. Well, Jimmy has certainly flattered many wrestling promoters in the past. He got a lot of ideas from Bill Watts, Jerry Jarrett, Nick Goulas, uh, uh, the Von Erics. You know, Jimmy's been everywhere, seen everything. And my criticism, which I always called him out for on the shows, is that you don't have original thought in your fucking skull. And a lot of the, and I called Jimmy out for the hot tub shit back during the shows. And everybody thought it was an angle that we were working. Well, the best fucking shoots are the ones that have truth in them. And now people have gone back and see the shows and man, you called out Jimmy on a lot of shit that turned out to be true. I said, really? Why do you think the shit got so hot between us? Because he <laughs> thought he could write it off as a lie, but he knew I was telling the truth. And that's why the shit was so good. Mm. So, whew. Thank you. Thank you for being honest with I'm us there. Up at 11 o'clock in the goddamn morning. This is bullshit. <laughs> We're going to do something about this. I love it. I love it. Uh, Top Guy JJ, do you have uh, any other questions for uh, Kenny? Candleman. Candleman. <laughs> Kent. <laughs> you know what? He's being the Candyman. The Candyman didn't have a good, candy a didn't have a good reputation. It's a consideration, but you know it, it might it might fade away after a couple months. You know, it might, might be that flavor for a month, like but it might go away. But um, who was the be Who was like the the most fun that you've had with when you were working with all of these different? That talents? is a great like, question. Um, Rico and I. Uh, Rico despised me when we first met each other because he wanted to do all the personal appearances, 
And I felt bad for him because he was the only one volunteering to do this shit. He's the only one that didn't demand to get paid. Mark Henry wanted 10 grand. Uh, he would refuse to do them. Then he, he got lit up by the office and they found out he was going to do them for free like everybody else. Big Show tried to hold me up for 10 grand. Uh, God, Bob Holly was the worst. Bob Holly thought that I made $700 profit off a personal appearance he went to. I said, how in the fuck did I make $700? Your personal appearance to 34 people. How do you think I made $700? And if I did, how do you think you're entitled to it? Nobody fucking came to see you. So he, tra he, he tried to, he was going to beat me up at television and that I was going to give him $700. I said, you might be able to beat my ass. I'm not a roided up fuck like you. You probably can beat my ass, but I can assure you this. You're not going to get no fucking $700. So beat away. And by the way, you'll be done in the wrestling business when you do it. So if, if it's worth that much to you, go ahead and beat me up. I'll be at TV. Take your best shot. So, of course, he's cutting a promo on me in front of everybody at television. He's telling everybody what he's going to do to me. And Jimmy says, what the fuck's the matter with you? He says, your boy Bowen stole $700 from me. He looks at me. He says, Kenny, how'd you steal $700 from Bob? I said, Bob thinks I made $700 off that personal appearance today. He looks over at Bob. He says, first of all, dumb fuck. He says, we do the personal appearances for free around here. I don't get paid. Kenny don't get paid. Especially your ass don't get paid. It drew 34 fucking people. Nobody made no goddamn $700. Let me tell you something. You're either here to help or you're here to fucking go away. He said, if you're here to help, fucking stay, participate on the show. If you're going to be threatened to beat up people over mythical money, get your fucking ass out of here. I'll call Jim Ross and let him know what a fucking dick you were. Now, are you going to stay and help or are you going to fucking keep causing fucking trouble? And then he just turned and walked away. I'm here to help. But yeah, he was going to beat me up over thinking I made seven. I wish the fuck I could made $700 off Bob Holly. Nobody gave a shit about him in WWE. That's why he was here. And then nobody gave a shit about him here. Nobody gave two fucking shits to go see fucking Bob Holly. And thank God he wasn't here long. And we got, we got, uh, as far as having fun, Rico was the most fun. Once Rico realized I was trying to protect him and didn't want him doing all these free uh, personal appearances. He saw all he saw all of his stuff in my trunk. I said, "Well, my trunk is my office. That's where I sell my bootleg movies. This is where I set up personal appearances. Everything I do is out of the trunk. The fact that you're in my trunk means that you're on top priority." I said, "But you're the only one that volunteers." So Rico and I started going out as heel and face, doing personal appearances together. And then I talked Jimmy. Finally, after six weeks of begging him to let Rico come back as a heel. Jimmy said he wouldn't make it as a heel. He'll suck. No, there's no way I'm going to do that. He's my top baby face. I said, he'll also be your top heel. The story is, is that nobody gave a shit about Rico. No one contacted him. Nobody wrote him, but good old Kenny Bolin, who's obviously trying to cash in on him. Jimmy didn't want to hear anything about it. Rico's begging me, Kenny, I want to be a heel. I want to prove I can do it. When I go to the WWE, I'm probably got a better chance of making it as a heel than I do as a face. He says, please do everything you can. So I did. Jimmy says, all right, here's the deal. You got six fucking weeks to get him over as a heel. If not, he comes back. We'll come up with a way to do it. I said, it won't take six weeks, but thank you. Call Rico. He says, Kenny, we'll have it locked up in three weeks. Sure enough, three weeks later, Jimmy says, he's yours. <laughs> so he got over as a heel, and that's how it went. And Raiju just donated 100 cash American dollars. Thank no, that's 12 bucks. See, see, Mr. Mr. Uh, Sports Kita himself, Raiju, is saying this is for Kenny to uh, put a Sports Kita, Sports Kita oh, over. He was, he was shocked to hear you curse because, you know, you were not allowed to curse on Sports Kita wrestling. Well, YouTube I'm going to change that but... shit coming up real soon. I'm the big dog over there now. I met with the four fake bosses. Uh, Raiju's running the whole goddamn thing. Everybody knows that. 
I exposed that shit, just like I've been exposing shit on Dutch. By the way, while we're exposing Dutch, oh God. he ain't no doctor. <laughs> he ain't no fucking doctor. Did you see that bogus-ass name he's got on his Twitter account? Name me the fucking university that gave him a doctrine. He's not a doctor. He's a fake. And by the way, that name Dirty Dutch Mantel, that's bullshit. I met Dutch a hundred fucking times. Never once did he look like he had not took a shower. I don't know why he wow. looked that name Dirty. Bullshit from the beginning. Not dirty, not a doctor. Fake ass shit, Dutch, and you got to be ashamed of yourself. Piss me off. I want some more rupees coming into this show. I thought that was $100. He duped me. He donated my charity once. Kenny, I'm about to spot you 100 I thought he was sending me $100. He sends me 100 rupees. That's God. It might be worth two, three hundred dollars in American money. I looked it up. He sent me twelve bucks. It's two bucks. It's two bucks. Two. So it's a so that that's two dollars of our money. Yeah, two dollars American. Oh my wow. god. Okay. Yeah, 50, Fifty cents each. You know. Well, don't empty the bank, ride you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, lovely, oh, lovely stuff. I wanted to beat up Kevin Nash too. Well, I feel honored. I need a drink. <laughs> oh, I've already started. Got a drink. <laughs> oh, I'm broke. I'm drinking Discount Mountain Dew for crying oh, out loud. On deck. I already knew I was going to be on deck for this. Yeah, I love it. I love it. We got 23 cent Mountain Dew over here. <laughs> we got a couple of great comments. Mixed par- partial uh, fart saying uh, Bob. Now Holly he's also- deducting from my check. Look, post that shit. He's deducting the two from my check. Oh, we got Reggie saying uh, two bucks. That will deduct from your pay next month, I'm going to be on next Friday's show with you, Cheapo. I'm going to expose that little bitch. And then I'm going to expose Dutch Mantel. I'm going to expose more shit on him. And I'm going to cuss like a fucking sailor and ain't nobody going to do shit about it. Yeah, I'm a big dog around here now. You lucky I don't own this goddamn company with all these goddamn $2 donations. Crock shit. Fed up with it. I'm in a mood. Can you tell I'm in a fucking mood? I, I, I love it. Yeah. I love Please it. Never write me again, ride you, unless it's got a hundred dollar <laughs> PayPal donation attached to it. Yeah. This this all led from uh, asking about a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> All, all spiraled. It spiraled from there, ladies and gentlemen. It all spiraled from I there. I told you this was going to be a four-part episode. Dutch man tail, <laughs> dirty, and a doctor. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we had to open it on Dutch, and it was over. <laughs> Dutch man tail couldn't fucking yank a hangnail out of somebody, and he wants to be known as a doctor. Shit. Oh, EBB saying, poor right you. Poor right you. Got to die that big-ass goddamn mustache hanging off his Yo. face. DJ Eric says, "Cheap Raju." Yeah, Cheap Raju, Lu Cheapo, the whole bunch. Are are you yeah. back, sweetness? Are are you back? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what was the last. Oh, time the only reason I'm still on this show is that she's still with us. <laughs> don't don't be scared, EBB. You could you could donate and you can get Kenny to shoot on you. You this better is, be fucking terrified <laughs> if you're gonna send another cheap ass two dollar donation. <laughs> trying to make me think it's a hundred dollars, think I'm stupid or something. I know what a goddamn rupee's worth. Yeah, you ain't the only one that got caught on that though. You ain't got, you ain't the only I got one. caught. I got caught the first time. Yes, yeah, that's how we all signed our contracts. We signed in rupees. We yeah. thought we were rich. <laughs> yeah, he was elated when he saw that hundred and found that it was hell yeah. I thought, it was, he was. I, thought, I thought it was seven. It was actually it was actually it was actually Vala B who donated a hundred rupees, he's, he's and then I realized it was two dollars. He sent me a donation once where I owed him money. 
I don't know how the fuck you do that. <laughs> he said the negative super chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have eight bucks. EBV, the one one dollar one pound is actually more than uh a hundred rupees. What's rupees? It's uh, it's Indian currency. Oh, you haven't heard Zelda before? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, well, they're, fu- they're fucking you over too, I guess. I guess I need to be your agent. There I'm you go. Care of. I'm about to take over his goddamn but, network. Not your <laughs> rupees. Miss Chrissy I Love. I only take over successful networks, so don't worry, you're safe. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy Love, you have a question for Ke- uh, for Kenny? I uh, no, I he an- no, I don't have any more questions for Kenny. He answered all of my questions. Oh. <laughs> See, they you you scared her. Well, you he scared was looking, for, he was looking forward to the frizzy question it. too. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah. I see your dogs keep looking out the window. Yeah, they they love looking out the window. Uh, the brown one is Scooby. Is 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 he not? He there does anymore? look like Scooby. I was saying yeah, that, but I didn't want to like mention it. But Scooby, you want to do appearance? Come here, Scooby. He keeps looking out Maybe. the window, and I was like, he does look like we- Scooby. We got Slam and Sammy. Key. He's got the keys to the car. He might have went driving or something. <laughs> Slam and Sammy <laughs> Joe. Slam and Sammy donated more than Raiju. How about that? He donated more than Raiju. Scoopy <laughs> <laughs> turned heel on Unbelievable. You. <laughs> there I got to go. this fish tank, you assholes. I got to feed these goddamn fish. Let's get the money coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and Mixed Partial Fart says, uh, Kenny, Kenny Bolin is hilarious. No, I'm least. pissed. I'm not hilarious. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked over on the show. Which your drink of choice, Kenny? My drink of choice. My favorite drink is probably vanilla Coke, but they now do to all the shortages or shortages on every goddamn thing, which I saw on the mm-hmm. Colbert show last yeah. night. Uh, my son goes shopping all over Louisville. He says the, the, the shelves are empty because they can't get anybody to work and anybody to stock the shelves. But I like wow. vanilla Coke. I like cherry Coke. I love pineapple Mountain Dew, pineapple coconut. There's a pineapple Mountain Dew? There is a pineapple yeah. coconut Mountain Dew. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. They don't have How that have one I in zero know? calorie yet. They yeah, got yeah. zero calorie mango Pepsi, yeah. which is fucking awesome. Wow. Uh, but I highly you recommend don't get a lot of shit, Chrissy. Yeah. Suck up the calories. What? Suck up the 170 calories. If you find a pineapple coconut Mountain Dew, oh, my God. It is. First of all, I love coconut and I love mango. And I'm, pineapple. I'm not, and pineapple, I'm like, wow, in a Mountain mm-hmm. Dew now? Mm-hmm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I have to find that. Yeah, you yeah. got to find it. Don't, don't. Oh, as a matter of fact, they have pineapple uh, Fanta online at Walmart. You can get the two liter for a dollar. The two liters a dollar. The six packs twenty fucking dollars. What? Twenty dollars for a six pack of Fanta. It's never in what stock. The... I, right. I don't know why. That's, <laughs> they know how exclusive it is. Right. <laughs> I guess it's pretty exclusive. We don't get that shit over here. We don't have none of those. New York City, the land where you can buy anything you goddamn want 24-7, and they don't have pineapple coconut. We have no mango pepsi. A bottle of pineapple mountain. Well, as soon as I, uh, as soon as, uh, (laughs) uh, because now, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Andrew Yang, he's Mm -hmm. now an independent like I am. Maybe I'll come up there, help Andrew out, and we'll get some goddamn pineapple coconut up there, and we'll start getting some wrestlers. <laughs> and, and, I will, and I will pay you twenty dollars shipping for that, sir. I will make sure yeah, you I get would, your twenty right. bucks. Ooh, yeah. Now we talk. We got our most viewers so far of the of the podcast. Keep it coming. Remember to drop a how thumbs many, up on this video. How many we got? How many we got? Uh, we got about twenty five on YouTube that, that, right now. Early so, to have twenty five people. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, the dedication we, we that we got people is out. awesome. Give us a thumbs up. Remember to drop a thumbs up on this video. Share it with your friends. Oh, oh my God! Donated five hundred fucking dollars. Who's that? Five hundred rubies. It's five hundred rubies. So that's, that's almost five dollars. Oh, somebody about a buck. That's ten bucks. 
<laughs> we but got exactly six dollars. Oh, $6. yeah, exactly, exactly. We got Vala Vala B Dude, saying, "Here's Lord. some real money. It's yeah. exactly six dollars and sixty six cents <laughs> because the shots from Kenny are hotter than the devil. They wait, certainly wait, are. Wait, As a matter wait, of fact, wait, when I help? send people donations in the Philippines, many times I will send them six hundred and sixty six pesos because they're all so religious over there. I want to see if they'll actually cash it. <laughs> you they're eighty. They're eighty four percent Catholic in the Philippines, but you know what? They cash that six. 166 pesos because <laughs> they gotta feed their babies. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We also got a super chat donation from uh, Nick Jackson saying simple super chat because Hangman Page finally showed up to to work this week. We will get to the the week that was for professional wrestling. But I, I, I uh, my son is a big fan of Hangman Page, but I haven't seen much out him. Is, is he worth all the accolades? Because my son's a bit of a wrestling expert. And he, he, he says Hangman Page is the real deal. Is it, do y'all agree with that? I agree. I do. He's, he's, Absolutely. He's, he's, Hangman Page is probably the most versatile dude in the, yeah. in the professional wrestling right now. He wow. can literally okay. do it all. He can do it all. Can, can him and Omega sell out a house? Yeah. I think so. Yes. Based on the story yeah. they've built up because it's been going on two years. Yeah, my son uh, loves Omega. Omega's his favorite. What kind of microphone you, do you have there, Christy Love? I have a uh, it's the blue Oh, you got the, version. yeah, yeah. I thought that was the blue. I wasn't sure. The, the, the Okay, yeah, yeah. The blue Yeti. Yes. I like that. Good looking microphone. Thank you. Um, if you if you get a chance, watch Omega and uh, uh, Daniel, no. Brian Danielson. Brian there Danielson. you go. Yeah, I don't Whatever want to Daniel he's going by this week. <laughs> right, he's got, right. He's got like that one was, names. That was a great match, and I've never seen both of them live. Was it on last night? When was it no. on? No. That was what Wednesday? three weeks ago. Yeah, that, was, that was like two, two or three weeks ago. Somebody, somebody yeah, send me a link to it, and I'll make sure to check that out. I record everything on YouTube TV. It records. Uh, YouTube TV is the greatest thing in the world. You can record a, every channel twenty four seven, and it stores everything for nine months. If you just click add really? the library, it records. So I record every wrestling show. I just rarely ever see any of them. Mm. I did watch all of SmackDown the other day. Um, Last week or yesterday? Oh. I didn't see last night's show, so it was the previous week. Okay. I, d I did yeah. watch all that, and I actually watched the Raw draft show through its entirety. Oh, oh I don't that. normally have oh that's three hours. See, that's see, Kenny doing his money he's doing he's doing his prep work yeah, for, for yeah, two heat. Um, um, I just want to say it was very very <laughs> cringing to watch that yes, show on Monday. Wasn't the best. Somebody help me out. Did Oscar ever get drafted? No. no, she didn't. Because no. she's injured. No, she's done, she's then, injured. right? So she's injured. She's injured. But yeah, that, that I, is a. I never heard she's injured until you got a scoop. I never heard she was injured until. This. I didn't know she was injured until that she posted it on Instagram. She had yeah. a big ass. I think she made arm. it up. I think she's just trying to save face. <laughs> she's, she's like, I got I to gotta save face for the company. I got to save face. You know what? She worked oh, throughout the whole pandemic, and you know, now is her time to have some time and just chill, even though they're back in, in front of people. But, you know, they're not going to show her no love until, like, hopefully maybe next year. Uh, block, it, block Iggy Bibby and give me his money. <laughs> Iggy, Iggy Bibby. EBB saying, uh, don't give any of this to Kenny. Hangman back and ready to hear JJ and Chrissy's thoughts. Uh, agree, mm -hmm. JJ. JJ is so versatile. So, so many uh, fun title defenses incoming. Oh yeah, Kenny. Like, Kenny's, hey, Kenny's hey, run hey, is hey, about hey. to be. Kenny's run is about to be one of the most legit things that we've seen in Lord knows how long. I mean, this yeah. is 
great shit we're gonna see. And the fact that we got him back on Wednesday, oh god, we're gonna yeah. get to that. But damn, damn, yeah. we in for some good shit. Uh, Ibby Bibby, um, little baby <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> don't you ever make a comment on this show telling them not to get. I am the goddamn money on this show. Fuck you, bitch. Oh, my God. Don't you ever tell them oh. not to give me money. As a matter of fact, we're going to have to add to everything that's been donated today. Do you know how much money I make on my shows? I'm doing a personal service, even granting you all with my presence today, and you dare tell them not to give me the money? Blow me, bitch. Blow me. All right. Trigger. We can move on from that. I love it. I love it. I love a lot of fun without always listening to rules and regulations like they're fucking CPS Exactly, exactly. Money throws kayfabe out the window. So, since we're on a controversial binge, Kenny brought up women's wrestling. Let's talk about motherfuckers. If you want to get technical about it, let's talk about the top news story for this week. Love, you deserve better than this, and you're about to get better right after the show. Let's talk about the top news story, which is Women of Wrestling Wow makes a reboot under Jeannie Buss with AJ Mendez as an executive producer and color commentator. Wow. And Tessa Blanchard as the face yeah. of the company. Oh, it's official. Yeah. It's official. Wild Women of Wrestling is officially returning next year. It's coming okay. to CBS uh, affiliates. Fightful like Select. Fightful Select. Wait, wait, wait a minute. CBS affiliates or actual real CBS television? CBS syndication, basically. Affiliates. Uh, so, okay. so, right. so Fightful Select reported on Tuesday that a relaunch of the women's wrestling promotion will be announced on uh, Wednesday this week via a press conference and that Tessa Blanchard was set to become the face of the promotion. The women's promotion announced on Wednesday during a press conference that they have reached an exclusive multi-year deal with Viacom CBS and will launch... Uh, in weekend syndication starting in September of 2022. The announcement added that historical seasons of the promotion will be available on CW Seed and Pluto TV platforms expected in December mm. 2021. The announcement marks the return of the promotion and the largest distribu uh, distribution platform for an all-women's wrestling promotion ever. Tessa Blanchard and Tawana the Beast Barnett Varget uh, for Ferguson were with you Yes, we're with Wow uh, owner and executive producer Jeannie Buss of the Los Angeles Lakers for the announcement. The company held a press conference on Wednesday evening and sent out a press release which noted that AJ Mendez, the former AJ Lee from WWE, will be an executive producer on the show and will provide color commentary for the show. PW Oh, go ahead. Go. Ahead. I, I thought no, he was done. Go ahead. No, PW Insider noted the reason AJ Mendez went to WoW instead of uh, WWE or AEW was because of how much time it would take for from her other projects. She hadn't been making any kind of return to wrestling due to things she was working on in Hollywood. The reason she chose WoW specifically is simply that they made an offer uh, to be an executive. WoW won't be as busy as a full time company like WWE or AEW, so she'll be free to do other things 
rankings and she'll get an executive credit. As for why she's not going to be wrestling, it's been noted in the past that she has uh, neck issues. Even CM Punk has mentioned that in uh, several interviews, which means an in-ring return isn't an option. Tessa Blanchard uh, followed that up the following day with a new t-shirt from WoW directly referencing a recent report that she has nuclear heat in the wrestling business. Uh, Bodyslam.net's uh, Cassidy Haynes. Is that a diamond? Yes, she's the diamond of professional I, I, wrestling. I guess. Um, uh, on September 7th, uh, Cassidy Haynes reported I that... I don't know whose idea that logo was. That, that right, that shit is ugly. That, 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 that is trash. Thank you. The, thank you. The, the former Impact the Wrestling... The people on the show think it's a nasty logo. I don't know what the ugly people think. But the well, she's people. a nasty person, so that's that nasty shirt. I, 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 I want to know more about that. I, I know very little about T Tessa Blanchard other than I never really cared for her father. He was a real dick in the business when he was oh, around i know oh. cornet so oh, i don't know that. what cornet will say today but uh what what has she done that's gotten her the nuclear heat and why would you make somebody like that the face of your company I i'll let chrissy take this go ahead chrissy you sound like you got plenty to say about it and enlighten oh. me educate well, just, me you you the, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree sir mm -hmm. so i had a feeling she is the same fuck boy as her fucking father um <laughs> so she can she that nuclear shirt is yeah. bullshit and she can throw shove that shit straight up her ass because there you go that shit is I just like disgusting like and you. she's a disgusting person i'm not mm -hmm. even gonna even give her any more uh of my time because she's a fuck boy and i really cannot fucking stand her so when i, I heard have, have as many f words as i can in one you know one yeah so, someone told me she did something absolutely fucking disgusting uh, is racism part of it yes basically that is correct Basically, when she was uh, doing a tour in Japan, uh, she had an incident with the uh, independent wrestler La Rosa Negra, who's the Mission Pro Wrestling champion right now. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she uh, had a had a dispute with her in the locker room, and oh. she used the N word uh, against her. Should have um, beat her fucking ass. Should've several beat se her fucking ass. several women in professional wrestling came out and basically uh, validated this report for mm -hmm. as uh, like Allison K. Uh, Big Swole says she's tried to kind of uh, solved the issue between the two ladies. Uh, it was uh, reported by Cassidy Haynes that uh, WWE and AEW wouldn't sign her anytime soon because she's nuclear and nobody mm -hmm. wants to be near now, her. Any, so. anytime, anytime soon is the wrong answer. The right answer is never, bitch. Never. Uh, there's no room in this, in, in the, whether you call it a fake sport, movies, Hollywood. She couldn't, she wouldn't be able to get a job in Hollywood with a fucking reputation like that and she shouldn't be getting a job in any pro wrestling company. Shame on WOW. They will not get any. As a matter of fact, WOW uh, was the name of the first company I worked for. Nick Goulas' company was WOW World Organization Wrestling. <laughs> so they, they even bring disgrace to Nick Goulas' old company. Uh, shame on them uh, that you would want to make this the face of your company. It tells us who you're about. Shame on AJ for wanting her name on it. Uh, I think Punk and her should reevaluate we that decision. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Shame, shame on them for wanting to put their fucking name on it. I will never give them a second of my time if that racist bitch is a part of the show. Uh, I know her dad was a bit of a dick. I didn't really know him personally. But as uh, Dave Chappelle once said, they had a lot of people saying it. Um, and yeah, reliable sources. Lie, make the same lie. Yeah, I knew a lot of people backstage, including Cornette, that would all give me shit stories about Tully. And I think the only ones that liked him were the ones in his inner circle. And that might tell you a little something about the inner circle. Uh, you are who you stand by. That's why I, mm -hmm. I know y'all probably don't do a lot of politics on this show. Anybody that supports Donald Trump 
well, you're supporting racism, you're supporting rape, you're supporting child molestation. He's got 12 cases in court uh, where he paid off families uh, of children that said that he sexually molested them. Uh, 43 women have filed rape charges or sexual assault charges against him. Let me tell you something. If your uncle, Uncle Billy, had 43 family members claim that he had sexually assaulted them, touched them inappropriately, or raped them, Uncle Billy would not be a part of the goddamn family anymore, but yet we have 30% of this country that supports this president. Yep. You are who you Say stand it. by. And when you stand by fucking people like that, that's who you are. Fuck you. Yeah, I've given up. Not so much money, because these fuck faces don't donate much money anyway. Uh, <laughs> it costs me a shitload of viewers. That's fine. I don't want you watching my fucking show if these are the people you support. Absolutely. So if you, if you think this Blanchard girl is, is the ticket, fuck you. Fuck you, because you're standing by racism. If you think Trump is the fucking answer, you know, well, I'm not a racist. Well, you stand by one. You support yeah. one. So you support I have black friends. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got one of my guys. Well, Kenny, I got lots of black people that work for me. I said, Donald Trump had a lot of fucking black people that work for him, and he fucked them over. So who gives a shit that they worked for you? Do you go to the movies with them? Do you hang out with them? No. Do you go to dinner with them? <laughs> you know, goddamn, every fucking racist in the world hired blacks and Mexicans and Latinas to work for them, fuck them over and get them to work for less than they're worth, and then talk about them like shit behind their back. So yeah. I know. Oh, Kenny, you we can show. do we can talk about this all day we long. Brought, me that. and you should just yeah. do our own show. <laughs> we might only get five viewers because it's hard to find fucking decent people that'll speak out anymore. But me right. and Chrissy will do it. Chrissy, you're a guest on my show anytime. Fuck okay, these Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, man, we probably don't cover politics that much, but we ain't running from that shit either. No, I, I and I appreciate that. I knew that yeah. anybody would give me a forum to stand on, and and I guarantee you, I've lost a shitload of viewers over this stuff. At least thirty percent. But that's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I don't right. need. It. I don't need. It. Top guy JJ, any thoughts on 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 this? Oh, Chrissy covered it all. <laughs> Chrissy covered it, and Chrissy what, knew what some shit I didn't know. Well, well the, I, I, the AJ the AJ Mendez part. Uh, I, yeah, I heard you call somebody the that, N word. I just did not surprise me. The AJ Mendez and I. I guess I'm. I don't know what the decision making is with AJ Mendez, or if AJ Mendez is out of tune. Like, but I wouldn't expect her to make a decision like this to bring in somebody. It, surpri like it surprises me too. It really I wouldn't think that she would uh, do that. Me and Punk have had our differences a couple of times over the years, and there's been times we've gotten along very well. Uh, mainly him trying to rib me. He threw my briefcase down a bowling alley <laughs> once, and uh, he thought I was going to go get it. And I said, "No, I didn't throw it down there." He just got called up to the WWE, and he got a bit of the big head. So CM Punk threw my briefcase that you see behind me over there. He threw it down the bowling alley that we were doing a personal appearance at because it was the bowling alley. <clears throat> so I told him I wasn't going to get it. I didn't throw it down there. You fucking go get it. Well, he thought he was a big deal and he wasn't going to do it. Well, the manager or owner of the bowling alley saw what he did and he told him, uh, no, you're the one that threw it down there. You're going to walk down the gutter. You're going to pick it up. And then after that, you're going to leave. And uh, so he got kicked out of the bowling alley for throwing my briefcase down the lane of a bowling alley. And the owner did not find it one bit funny. Aaron the Idol Stevens was there. Aaron had to get in his shit a little bit. And uh, so from that point on, I didn't really have too many problems with Punk. Uh, he just got a bit of the big head and thought he was a big deal and was trying to get over with the boys. And so, uh, but he did. He, I, I must say, I never thought that there was a racist bone in Punk's body. 
And right. uh, I'm shocked he would want his wife to be associated with this. I really am. That's the part that makes it really sad that, you know, we want to support women's wrestling and we want to support WOW. But I really yeah. feel like I can't support this brand because you've made this person the face of your brand. I don't care yeah. if you're going yeah, to not only, on. Not only even be on it. I don't give a fuck if she's packing around a bucket in the back for people to spit in. She doesn't deserve that job either, more or less to be made the face of the company because he's got nuclear. Right. Well, if you're trying to appeal yeah. to the racist base, and trust me, there's a fair amount in pro wrestling. Right. They got their fair share. There's a lot of wrestlers that are pro-Trump supporters. They and are. I call them out on this shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, not she doesn't deserve to have a bucket in the back to be packing around for people to spit in, more or less to be the face of the company because she's got a little bit of controversy. You're taking a cheap yeah. way to try to get some yeah. ratings. It ain't going to work. The the world the, the the this country will not support it. There's seventy percent of us that'll stand up against that shit, and yeah. uh, I think as word about this shit gets out, um, I don't know any blacks, Latinas, Mexicans, or foreigners that are going to stand for this shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of white people that won't stand up for it. I'll be one of them. So no, I won't. I'm not going to support it. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I ask of. I don't know how in tune she is with the with the one with the decision making and how mm -hmm. much she knows about what tessa has done or what she's become or who she is yeah because or maybe not not even what she's become this is who she is yeah this is yeah. Who she it's is. who she is it's who she is, uh, who you, she you, is. you don't you don't drop that word uh i know Cornette was recorded saying it 16 times and he tried to say well it was the 90s okay no. i was born in 1960 the day i put my feet on the floor in lexington kentucky yeah it wasn't cool then it's not cool now when i was in first grade now i never even saw my first black uh, a friend until I was in the fourth grade. His mm -hmm. name was Victor Arnold. I don't know why, but he was the first black kid I ever met. It wasn't cool then. Uh, LaGrange in Oldham County was a very racist county. Blacks did not get treated good. I got over with the black folks because I fucking stood up for them at a young age. They were invited mm -hmm. to my home. They come to my house for dinner. I would go play pinball with them, football, what frisbee in the streets. And I got criticized for it a lot. But oh, no, okay. nothing. And I, I buddied up with an Iranian girl back during Iran Contra hearings, back when uh, the uh, our people were held hostage. Well, mm -hmm. this girl didn't do it. She was going right. to County High. She moved here to get away from that <laughs> shit. So I, you know, she didn't do it. So I stood by her and defended her when the rest of Oldham County High wanted to fuck with the girl. Mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. wouldn't stand for it. So no, I've always stuck my nose in the middle of shit that uh, I know is not going to be popular, especially with racist. Thank you, uh, I don't give, I don't give a fuck. My father, in case you all don't know, my biological father, Raymond L. Stallings, was the leader of the KKK in Norfolk, Virginia. So I was exposed to a lot of shit. I didn't wow. see much of him because I was raised wow. with my stepdad, who wasn't the least racist motherfucker that ever walked the planet Earth. But at least he didn't lead the KKK. So mm -hmm. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to these fucking people. And I have disassociated myself from about 90% of my family members due to that shit. And I don't miss them one fucking day, just so everyone's clear on that. Not one fucking day. If that's who you are, I got no time for you. White, black, or indifferent. I don't give a fuck. Thank are. you, Kenny. Thank right. you for sharing that with us. Well said. Uh, we got a comment if, here. If, if it was three white people on here, I'd be saying the same shit. It would not yeah. matter. For sure. Uh, here we got Heel Steven saying it's like WoW knew the reaction they were going to get with Tessa, so they thought by announcing AJ Lee as part of the company would make people, people forget. forget. Mm -hmm. well, no. They were wrong. No. Uh, no. ADB, 
EBB says the thing with Tessa is that she's never apologized for anything. Uh, just fake by the numbers apology where she didn't actually recognize her mistakes. It's similar to the Hulk Hogan apology in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, we got we got here uh, slamming Sammy Joe saying having all the talent in the world doesn't excuse being a reprehensible person. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I felt I felt like Tessa was one of the best women's wrestlers in the world, and oh, now I yeah. have egg on my face for even giving her those type of well, props. I don't recall Cornette apologizing never, for his but, either. Yeah, but you can never. I, I don't do recall Cornette apologizing, but right. what's he yeah. do? He gets he gets one hundred and fifty thousand views a, a month or whatever he gets, and yeah. uh, because there's a certain people that gravitate towards that shit and they're entertained well he entertains me kenny well shame on you if that shit entertains you fucking shame on you don't yeah, want you on my shows don't want you yeah. participating don't want you donating shove your money up your ass yeah and, and majority of us i mean at the end of the day like the majority of us viewed her differently until we found mm -hmm. out who she was right. once we found out right. who she was that eliminates all the talent that we think she has because being that being that being that person mm-hmm nullifies whatever you were exactly. right that was that exactly. was like hulk hogan hulk hogan that ruined us yeah, yeah. that ruined took, that ruined that my us hero yes when i met him at the time and then when i found out what i found out two years later i deleted the goddamn picture out my phone like to yeah. wait 30 years to meet somebody and then to find out who he is and it's like yeah and Fuck. what did wwe like do annoying. what did yeah. wwe do when they thought the heat had calmed down come on back hulkster come on mm -hmm. back so does, does, any, does anybody remember what type so of apology he did? I, I know Jimmy didn't do any apology whatsoever. From what um, I heard. Hogan, Hogan apologized for basically getting caught and tried to tell yeah. the roster, um, <laughs> you should be careful because some people can be recording you at times you don't realize it. Yeah, okay, well, there you go. Yeah, well, I can assure you that being raised by four predominantly racist families, my mother uh, was... Uh, just mentally fucked by her mother because my mother had good instincts. My mother, she went to Lexington. Henry Clay, Clay was an all pretty much an all white school back in the day. It's pretty much been an all black school. God, probably since the early seventies, but my mother used to sit by a black girl on the bus. And when my, when her mother found out about it, she was chastised by her mother. I did not know my grandmother was a bad, a very bad racist because uh, I didn't hear the stories. But mom told me that was why that uh, she didn't associate with black people because it brought shame to her mother. Let me tell you why I don't speak to my father anymore, my biological father. He uh, saw me in a wrestling magazine posed with two black girls that we were promoting at OVW. The magazine apparently was one of the national magazines, and we, we got a nice story written about us in the magazine. My, my father saw it. He called me. Ray Stallings calls me. 2008, I think, was the year. Calls me up. He says, uh, Kenny. And he, and he spoke like a Southern general. He had that Norfolk accent. He sounded like he, he fought for the Confederates, if you listen to him talk. And he calls me up and he says, Kenny, I see you in this wrestling magazine here with uh, um, the, these girls. I said, yeah. I said, what about it? And uh, he says, well, I'm just a little shocked you're standing there with those two N-words. I said, well, Dad, I said, we don't really call them that down here. I said, we don't really call them that down here. He said, well, what do you call them? I said, we call them girls. We call them girls, ladies. And I said, that's what we call them. Uh, well, we don't call them that here, and, and you have brought great shame to the family with my son being seen pictured with these two girls. I said, well, Dad, and that'll be the last time I ever call you that. I said, let me make it very simple for you. Don't consider me a part of your family anymore. 
Mm. Don't call me anymore. I will never see you again. If that's who you still are after the KKK got shut down in Norfolk, Virginia, and then you all formed the Freemasons, hire mm. a black man to run the front door so you got a pass and a cover, fuck you. Never speak to me again. You haven't changed a bit. I've tried to give you a pass. I've tried to think you might learn. Because I, I was raised among that shit. And trust me, yeah. I guarantee you the N-word came out of my mouth a few times when I was a kid. Because that's all I ever fucking heard. I thought black people were bad. Black people would steal from you. They ruin your neighborhood. That's all the fucking shit I heard. And then as I got older, about age 11 or 12, and got to be friends with black people, I realized, hey, they're just like fucking us. The Iranians are just <laughs> like us. The Mexicans are just like us. Why the fuck are we labeling people this way? So as I got older and got to speak my mind and stand up to people, that's when that shit changed. I'm not perfect. I was raised in that fucking shit. Racism is taught you're not born with it. If you have a Mexican, a black, a white, uh, whatever nationalities you want to throw in there, and you let those kids kind of just kind of raise themselves and keep fucking parents out of it, there's not going to be a racist bone in their body because racism is definitely taught. It was taught to me, and then I got old enough to stand up to it. Most of my family never evolved. My brother, I don't speak to him anymore either. Thank God my sister's not that way. Uh, my mother got better over time. My stepdad got better over time. Um, as they got a little more education and got separated away from people being in your ear every day as to how horrible Mexicans, blacks, Latinas, or whatever's not white, if it ain't white. And that's kind of how Trump is. He wanted to open the doors to Norway, but fuck anybody from the shithole countries, Mexico, Canada, come on down, mostly white people. Norway, Sweden, come on. Oh, you shithole countries, you people that have darker skin than me, you keep the fuck out of our country. And there's 30% of our population that feels that way, and it's fucking sad that we have not evolved anymore since my birth of 1960. We have barely evolved. We yeah. barely evolved. When, when you factor in 62 years almost. Yeah. We've barely evolved, and it, it has got to change. And it's going to change because the whites are getting ready to be the minority, and they're fucking terrified. They're fucking terrified, and that's why Indeed. they're trying to rig these elections and all this shit, because they want the white man to stay in power. They think it's a slap, in the, face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. slap in the face when a black man tells me what to do. They can't fucking hack it. Kenny, I just want to take a second and really just thank you for being, one, this open, vulnerable, mm -hmm. and dead honest. Yeah. Yes. Because you don't yeah. get that many people that is willing and that has the balls to be able yeah. to do this. Yes. I want to follow that up it, with one specific comment, right? Sure. If there is a person or people that still supports Tessa Blanchard after the fucking yeah. shit that you know she says and does right. and is, yeah. go fuck yourself. There's not a place here for you and go leave and go be about your business. Mm -hmm. I think we've all been because canceled. We don't want nothing feet, to by the way. Right? <laughs> because because apparently there's Tessa Blanchard fans out there. Oh, yeah. And if yeah. you yeah. are a fan of hers, go mm -hmm. fuck yourself. Yeah. Because clearly you don't care about both sides of the spectrum. I don't yeah. care if I'm going to lose people. I don't yeah. care if I'm going to, uh, if people's going to, if go, you know, I'd rather people here that is honest and that is about themselves and is about us. If I gave a fuck about the money or the views, I would not take the stands I do. Um, I remember when I was on Russo's network. Uh, all of them Trump supporters, all of them, mm. I guess, Republicans. And when I came on the show, it was obvious I despise Trump. I despise racism. I despise people that beat women. And I got in, I call him V-Slow. I got in big V-Slow shit because I had three reports sent to me of where he beat up women. 
And I refused to be a part of any shows he was doing. Well, Russo said that he didn't know that he did that. I said, well, I can send you the goddamn mug shots if you want to see them. And he didn't want to see them. And that kind of upset me a little bit. But they all kept wanting me off the show because, well, Kenny's costing us half our ratings. Kenny mm -hmm. is, is alienating uh, the other side. He's, he's alienating the Republicans and the Trump supporters. I said, no, if that were true, Stephen Colbert wouldn't have a job. Jimmy Kimmel wouldn't have a job. Jimmy Fallon wouldn't have a job. Okay. Um, Bill, Bill Maher on HBO would not have a job. They have true. jobs because most of us agree with their views. 70% of us, maybe 75% even, agree with their views. And guess what happened? The first month I was on the show that they all wanted me off because they hated my views, their ratings went up 27%. That is a lot mm. on the Russo Network. 27% increase because somebody was standing up to their bullshit, and it was real, and it caught on. And how much higher it went after that, I don't know. But I finally had to leave the show because they were all fucking losing their goddamn mind that Kenny Bowen would dare say anything negative about a racist or Donald Trump. And I hear that there's a few of those people that, that have that reputation that are still on Russo's network. I don't know Russo to be that way. I do know he loves controversy. Maybe that's why he has these people yeah. on. But I'm not. If that's who you are, fuck you. Stay the, stay the hell away from me. <laughs> If, and I've, I've told people many times I, on combined social media, I guess I've got somewhere between 20 and 30,000 followers on everything. Um, I can wake up and have 10 followers as long as they're decent fucking people that care about people, want to help people less fortunate than them, and they're not racist. I'll take those 10 and be happy as a fucking pig and slop. <laughs> no, no fucking jokes about pig and slop. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Easy, too easy. Um, but yeah, no, nah, thank you, thank you. Better you guys. not be that easy. I lost thirty pounds. Right. <laughs> you guys, you guys put it put it perfectly and addressed this uh, topic very well. well um, I, I love Chrissy to, to death, say, man, because you know, I, I didn't I didn't know we were going to hear the f word come out of Chrissy's mouth. But when we start talking guys, about like, that shit, always, always, that shit up. Always when it comes to Tessa, you can guarantee it's Chrissy's so going to say that. Sad. It's so fucking sad because. Hearing the women of wrestling were returning to the scene was supposed to be a thing of pure glory. Hearing AJ Mendez coming back to the professional wrestling scene was supposed yeah. to be all good news. It sh should be. This cancerous She's thing overshadows it all. I, I, I love this her one talent. One thing overshadows it all. Yes, maybe we'll t we'll touch on it a little bit more on our Patreon. And by, and with by our the way, show. six or seven yep. years, I've been promoting and begging for WWE to give the women their own show. You got fucking seven days a yeah. week. Give the women their own show. I've been saying it they for are seven the worst. years. It's oh well God. documented. They had their own pay-per-view, which I think you and I said did very well. You backed me up on it. You said you yeah. knew it did well. Give them their own there. fucking show. Make it two hours. Make it two hours. It doesn't have to be a fucking three. Raw should be cut to two hours. That way Indeed. it will less mm. for an extra yeah, hour. Is. Um, but no, give the women their own show. Give them fucking six months to see what they're made of or, or give them a season. If it don't work, you can always cancel they it. But have it is enough to work. do it. And the men fucking know it. The, the women are in the main events a lot on Raw and SmackDown for a fucking reason. That's the matches people want to see. Sometimes you buy their shit more than you buy the men's shit. Yeah. Give the women their own show. Don't give it to them. They fucking earned it. Give them what they, they have earned. Give them two hours on Wednesday night. Sunday night. I don't know. Fuck. Give them a they don't, fucking they night. Don't, they don't start listening until we have to like make certain like you know when we said give the women a chance like we had to change. They change everything when we go on social media now is yeah. when they start listening. And then when we, yeah. when they say oh yeah we're going to do these things they don't do them which is unfair which is really really sad and you know it makes me sit back and I'm like okay well why am I giving you my 
my money for this product if you're not listening to the fan that right. want to see these people. You're right. You well, know what I'm because saying? because of who's in charge. It's because of the men in charge. They they control this shit. It would not kill them. I mean, goddamn, you you uh, NXT got a shot, but you can't give the established women who are main eventing your shows their own show. And if you want to be a valet and manage men, that's cool. There, there should be a spot for them. Not everybody can fucking work. Miss Elizabeth never got paid to be a worker. She was a valet. I don't think she mm -hmm. worked a match in her life that I can remember. So if you want to be a valet, valet the men, be the manager. Um, who's the one that just got brought brought? Uh, just got brought back to WWE, but they're not really doing that much with her. Uh, if you say her name, I'll know it. Uh, the one that went away because she had a successful Twitch account or something. Uh, Paige. Oh, well, um, Paige. Paige oh, is the one. Oh, no, not not Paige. Not Paige. Nope. Uh, Zelina oh, Vega. Zelina. I love Zelina. Very talented. Oh, great yes. fucking talent. She can valet or work. Uh, she does very good at both. She does uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she is great at both. Uh, but if you want to valet, valet the men on Raw and SmackDown. But give the women their own show. I've been saying it for seven years. I said it on Cornette's show. And I haven't heard too many people tell me I'm an idiot. I mean, most people, yeah, I think, I think we should. So why are we not doing it? Because executives in charge, for whatever reason, are terrified the women are going to stomp the men's ass. And I think there's a good chance it could happen. It doesn't, I even really, have to be do. two, it doesn't even have to be two hours. You can actually give them an hour show on like YouTube or like the matter of fact you have the network. Well That's no the network well, you, YouTube's too easy. Fuck I got a goddamn right. show on YouTube. YouTube's too easy. <laughs> right. They have the network. network do the network. You PBS, have five lines. ABC see yeah any of the there's a lot of cable to, it doesn't have to be primetime fucking Fox. It does not uh, I'm shocked SmackDown's on Fox to be honest with yes. you. Uh, we can replace we'll, fucking main event or two hundred five live. I mean, we'll talk yeah. about this a little bit more on the post show because we got to move on, guys, uh, to what we well, missed. We don't got to. Well, well, well. We, 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 we I don't want to. I don't want to have you here for three hours. You know. Um, <laughs> we had uh, what we missed with uh, AEW Dynamite this week uh, with the return of Hangman Page, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, they did one point uh, five zero five three million viewers, which was down from last week. A point three seven in the eighteen to forty nine demo is actually their lowest rating since September first. Wow. But it was the second anniversary show with Hangman Page returning to a huge pop from the Philadelphia crowd as the Joker in the casino ladder match and defeated John Moxley, Pack, Andre El Idio, uh, Lance Archer, Orange Cassidy, and Matt Hardy to earn a shot at the AEW World Championship. Kenny Omega, uh, Adam Cole, and the Young Bucks of the Super Elite defeated Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, and Jurassic Express in an awesome eight-man tag team opener. Sammy Guevara beat uh, Bobby Fish in Bobby Fish's debut with AEW as he is officially signed with the promotion, and uh, he, uh, Sammy Guevara retained the TNT Championship. After the match, Scorpio Sky, Dan Lambert, and American Top Team jumped Sammy until Chris Jericho and Jake Hager made the save to set up a six-man tag team match with the Men of the Year and UFC Hall of Famer Junior Del Santos versus Inner Circle in Miami next Friday on AEW Rampage. Uh, Serena Deeb defeated Hikaru Shida to prevent her from her 50th Serena win. Deeb, uh, OVW star with me and uh, I remember I took her to a surprise meeting with Jim Cornette because we were trying to get her elevated on TV and 
Jimmy wouldn't give her a meeting. So she did a personal appearance with me in Lexington. And I was supposed to go to Jimmy's house after. And I took Serena with me. And Jimmy did not like surprise visitors. But I walked in with her and he just looked at me like, what's she doing here? And I said, well, she's my date for today. So she's got some shit she wants to say. And I brought her in and she started getting some fucking television time. She got elevated. Uh, so say that we had on the show back then. So say did very good. But Serena Deeb has hung around for a while, man. And Jimmy wouldn't give her a shot forever. And I kind of made him give her a sit down interview in his living room. And, uh, you know, yeah, I knew, but I'm the one that could piss Jimmy off and get by with it. And I wanted him to meet her. I thought she had a talent and I'm glad to hear she's still doing good, man. I, I, I'm tickled me to hear you say that name because she is one of the sweetest persons you'll ever meet and just a class act and a solid ass worker. And I'm glad to hear you mention her name. She had a really strong match with Akara Shida here, and uh, we mm -hmm. also saw Darby Allen beat Nick Camarado, but was attacked in the parking lot by the mass members of the Pinnacle. And Tony Khan announced, <laughs> and Tony Khan announced the introduction of a secondary women's championship, the TBS Championship, which will yeah. be a tournament to determine the first champion. Uh, I think Chris Love needs to enter in that tournament. I think she'll win it. I'll that's what I want. That's what Me I want to see. Me and Scooby a manager. That's what I want to see. You you need to be in you need to be in the TBS championship yeah, tournament. Oh. You you. But what's your what's your thoughts or, on or, or, or we go to that other network and get a shoot fight with uh, Tessa. There you go. There you go. That's what the people want. That's what the people want, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Chrissy Love, what's your thoughts on the new title, and what was your thoughts on this week's Dynamite? I actually really like it. Um. I was very intrigued to see that I, I didn't know that was going to be for the women. Um, so it's like, I guess, our intercontinental per se. They're not going for tag titles right away because they have a lot of women on their roster right now. And I guess they all can't go for the, the, the main title against uh, Brit. So I'm actually very excited to see this. And as they move the crossover to TBS, I think this is a really good uh, move for them uh aw is just trying to pull more people over they're doing things in a different way and i i, I like it I'm, I'm very intrigued to see who would win this uh who's gonna did they even say when they're gonna start the tournament though no they didn't uh they just did the the different promos with the different uh ladies from uh you know jay cargill right, right, thunder yes. rosa ruby ruby soho but so should be interesting who's gonna win that Being tournament the first one, uh, yeah. looks like yeah. we have another donation from the east there we go. Uh, we got Fala B with another Super Chat donation. He says, Kenny, since you're not familiar with Hangman, when he showed up, he got a Road Warrior pop. That's I, how I over saw, he I is saw right his now. Intro. I, I saw his debut, and I didn't know anything about him other than my son really thinks a lot of him. And that's good enough for me. So, uh, he's, he's a very uh, excellent evaluator of talent. Mm -hmm. And if he says Hangman's the real deal. Now, when I look at Hangman, uh, uh, I don't see it. I don't see that uh, that that draw uh, that, right, that right, right. you'll get. But uh, there's a lot of guys that have made it big in the business that did not have that, and mm -hmm, you, you got to mm -hmm. work a lot harder to get it. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm anxious. I'll be checking out more of him. Uh, absolutely, Kenny. Who? Which dog is that behind you now? In the window. <laughs> yeah, that's Scooby, and the one with the yellow bandana on back there licking himself. Uh, that's two cow. Two cow uh, is Tukau. the is the son of Moo Cow. Uh, <laughs> Moo Cow was named Misty, but she got so fat we named her uh, Moo Cow. 
And then she lived to be 18 years old. She passed away on her 18th birthday. Aww. And Tukal just turned seven years old on Jimmy Cornette's birthday. So we changed his birthday to September the 16th instead of the 17th. <laughs> so he doesn't have to share a birthday with a racist. There oh, you go. Okay. Yes. And okay. remember, guys, watching. And remember the, the dogs love the windows, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I see that. Uh, remember As a matter of fact, when I first put up that 4K fish tank for about three weeks, Scooby thought those fish were real. <laughs> He kept going to try to get the fish. So we had to teach him, no, no, Scooby, there, there's no fish to be eaten in there. You got to leave those alone. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to throw a thumbs up on this video. We got about uh, 25 or so people watching, but well, we only I got 18 1, likes. So I need, throw I need, those I likes need, up. I need, I need 1,500 of you to watch this show so I can put Dutch in his fucking place is what I need. <laughs> I think, I think me, me and Chrissy love. I think Dutch and me. Rick are the other two that dislike the video. Hey, I'm sure. I'm sure. Probably so. Probably, probably. Uh, we got Bob Hazelwood saying uh, Kenny is going to be the world's first Zoom-based wrestling manager. Uh, I that came up with that the other day. Did you see my post on Twitter? I want to be the first. I, I, I told AEW to hire me. I want to be Zoom-based. I want somebody to push my monitor around. Let me give supervision in the ring. And then if, if I take a bump, you got to knock the monitor over. And then I come up and I got a headband on. I'm bleeding, you know. Just like do everything they can do. Just do it Zoom-based. Zoom-based manager. We also got... Uh, they have Jackson. not offered me any money yet, by the way, and it's the greatest idea in the history of wrestling. I'm sure I, I, I like it. I like it. I dig it. Uh, we got... We got Nick Jackson saying, I'm fine with the belt. Hopefully, it'll get to be on the same level that the TN TNT title is. Still waiting for the trio. Wait, wait title. a minute. They have a TNT title, too? The TNT yes. championship is more like oh. their Intercontinental Championship. I, mi I missed right. out on that. I mean, it's not a bad-looking belt if you want to promote the network's logo on your belt. I mean, it's not bad. It is. Maybe, the, good, maybe the USA Network will have a title. Maybe uh, maybe Fox. Let's get all the networks a belt. Take, take a, take a, take a ring from the AEW. It's <laughs> the equivalent of the television title. That's just what it's supposed to be. Right? Yeah, pretty that much, yeah. The TV title will now legit be a TV title. TBS versus Fox. USA versus. Uh, I, I think that's what the networks are now like getting at when they, you know, have yeah. you know bring you in the office like, hey, yeah. what's happening on this happening on this channel? Why we're not doing it over on this this side? You right. know, that's what we it's, now it's have to have now. the actual networks fighting each other through representation. There you Fox go. TBS, TNT versus or what other channels? They asking got. for they they want particular people on their shows. So why yeah. are we not asking for the women? Got to come up with YouTube. Like, got to get a YouTube belt. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get that. Gotta get that YouTube. Well, the uh, Impact has the Digital Media Championship, so that's oh, do they now? Yeah, that's they're that. they're they're beating us to the punch there. Uh, yeah. Vala B said they said the TBS title tournament will be over the next two months. The finals is on the first Dynamite on TBS in January fifth. It's going to be a long tournament. I mean, they have enough women to to get us to there. That, like yeah. they could do like a sixteenth yeah, women tournament. tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that so, would work. So, um, how are the ratings since Punk came back? Uh, didn't they peak at like a one three or a one four, something like that? One point three, I believe, was the highest, and that was for uh, Grand Slam, which was no, uh, the the show after Punk, I believe, was the uh, yeah. highest, uh, the second highest overall since their first week. The third highest was with uh, Grand Slam, but they've been consistently over one million since uh, CM Punk. Did, 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 did SP make those signs and send them to those fans? They had 
hookers, exactly. hookers unite, hookers stand up. That's what it's all about. Thank you, okay. thank you, our producers. All right, all right. The hook, the hook movement is still going. Uh, CM Punk was on AEW Rampage last night. Uh, CM Punk defeated Daniel Garcia in a very yeah. good technical wrestling opener. Uh, you also had Ricky Starks beat Brian Cage in a Philadelphia street fight to retain the FTW championship with the help of Powerhouse Hobbs and the difference maker, the one, the only hook. Hook with the low blow, which uh, cost Brian Cage that victory. The Lucha Brothers defeated the Acclaim to retain the AEW World Tag Team titles. Jade Cargill beat Sky Blue with Thunder Rosa coming down after the match to make the save for Blue from a post-match uh, beatdown. But um, overall, wow. Jade looks amazing. She is a goddess, man. Yes, she goddess. Is. I, mean, I know we're not supposed to talk about how pretty women are, but god damn, what a woman. You can. It's fine. Yeah, my God. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, I, I just is. melt we every time I see her on this show. I'll tell you that. Damn. And the girl is, in the background. I'm about to say I talk about the men girl. all the time. So I mean, you throw that, throw that picture back up again, producer. Uh, uh, who's the girl in the background? That's Sky Blue. Even that's she's a, looking that's at her like that's a gorgeous girl right there. But look what's standing in the middle of the room. <laughs> it's Damn. like a goddess. It's like they, yeah. they they brought her down from heaven and she just went into yes. the ring. That's how it looks. I don't Beautiful know how stuff. good her work and and throw up the comment from uh, uh Valaba there. Uh, uh who's going to explain hook to Kenny Bowen? <laughs> throw that one up. Uh which one which one uh, uh I thought up there uh yes where my hookers at? He says, Where are my hookers no, at? No, um, further, further and back, he said, Yeah, who's, who's going, going to? Because he, he, well, he knows I don't know who the fuck that is. I'll, I'll explain it to you. Hook is sure. the yeah. son of Taz. He is, uh, he's a pop, he's a pop icon. Uh, he's oh, like James, he's like the James Dean. Now. He's like the James Dean, Zach no, Morris. Zach no, Morris, uh, Sean, <laughs> no, Sean Hunter, like um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio of he professional wrestling. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? You know what? I don't know who the fuck he is, and he's none of these things. He's not you know what? You know what? Hey, I took them all off screen because it's time for me to talk about Hook. Hook was the difference maker. Hook with the low (laughs) blow. Got the victory for for Ricky Starks. Hook is making a difference in the world. He is making a difference in professional wrestling. It's Hookers. Hookers stand up. We got the Hook Nation. The Hook Nation. The Hook Hook Gang is all in the chat. Follow B. Slam and Sammy Joe. Hook Hook stand up. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all about Hook. Where are my Hookers at? Where are my Hookers at? (laughs) The Hook Nation, the Hook Nation, street corner making money. The Hook Nation. This is all about the Hook Nation. Hookers stand up, ladies and gentlemen. He's he's the next. He's the next wrestler of the year. You should be banned from podcasting to say something. I I am all (laughs) about my Hook love. Three minutes of our lives. I'm all about the Hook love. Does not fear Hook. I don't know. Alan. Oh my God. Oh my Taz's God, Alan. son, huh? Taz's yes. son is now Jimmy Dean and Leo DiCrapio. Yes, yes. He's all of that rolled, rolled into one. But Rampage they wasn't the only... never explain Hook Nation to me. I'm getting sick. <laughs> Rampage wasn't the only show last night. We also had SmackDown. Is everybody's kid in the business now? I mean, my son was in for five years. I mean, is just, now is everybody's kid in the, at the same fucking time? Yes. Yes, pretty much. A lot of people just adopting kids See? and giving look at them that. Look at that. We talk about Hook and we get a super chat donation from uh, Nick Jackson. Uh, he says Hook Hygiene, n- future world champion. That's yes, yes. Right? Show, everyone, everyone, show your love for Hook. We are we are no, starting the no, Hook Foundation. Hook. We're, we're starting the, the Hook Foundation. Uh, in the word Hook. 
<laughs> look at that Brian Cage fierce hook. Everyone fierce Cage. hook. Kenny, Kenny Brian Omega. Brian Cage and Hook should work in the same company together. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega fierce hook. See, everyone yeah, fierce hook. Everyone fears Hook. Uh, but Rampage wasn't the only show last night. All of us hooked on Hook. Absolutely. Uh, SmackDown was on as well. Edge confronted really? Seth, Seth Rollins. Talk, yeah, a two-hour pre-show for, for Rampage. Uh, Edge <laughs> confronted uh, Seth Rollins following last week's home nice invasion. Nice yes. Dude. Made my eyes dizzy. And attacked you his rival. I would, just, I would just ban chairs from ringside and keep this shit from happening. That's what I'd do. <laughs> Maybe, maybe you should. Maybe suitcases. Suitcases. If there's a chair around, they seem to break off a tiny little piece of it and choke people with it. I would mm -hmm. just ban those. It's I always mean. dangerous. But then he yeah. he challenged Seth Rollins you know, to you know hell in a cell. Not to interrupt. Not to interrupt. But it's what I do. Um, I, I think we should go two years with nobody getting thrown through the announcers table. C can they do it? Can it? Can it even possibly happen? And no. nobody goes through a table. Two fucking years. No one goes through a table. No one goes through an announce table. Because guess what? Two and a half years from now, when it happens again. Might be a big deal. I saw somebody go through the announce table twice on one show recently. What the fuck? Why is this such a big deal? Why do we still pop for it? Why are hey. we still popping for tables and fucking announce tables? People, tables get a louder chance than wrestlers now. Table. They, they only disrespected the Spanish. That's racist to disrespect the Spanish announce table, throwing people through their fucking table. <laughs> get the fucking three stupid white guys that don't know what the fuck they're saying. Throw somebody through their goddamn table. And that uh. Well, now Edge has challenged. Uh, stop. It's fucking stupid. It's got to stop. Like Hook Nation. Get rid of fucking Hook Nation. Oh, come on. Come Get on. Get rid of throwing people through tables and quit taking little bitty pieces out of chairs and choking people with them every fucking week. The first time you did it, it was great. Every other fucking time has been stupid. Quit doing it. Come up with something else. See, we respect, you. We, we, something. we respect you, Kenny, because usually hook slander gets people kicked off the show, but we respect you <laughs> and respect your opinion. Respect if you're not banning me for disrespecting the disrespected. Roman fears hook. See, everybody's oh, in on, on, on it. Um, um, Edge, Edge confronted uh, Seth, and he challenged him to Hell in a Cell at Crown Jewel in two weeks. Paul Heyman expressed his loyalty to Roman Reigns with an excellent uh, promo proclaiming that Roman will conquer the Conqueror Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor, and Sammy uh, Zayn advanced in the King of the Ring. I want to say right now that Paul Heyman all but has oral sex with, with uh, Roman on shows. I mean, it's yes, just he It's just slobbering. I, 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 I saw... Pull it back just a notch. I saw wow. people saying they should kiss. They should kiss. Um, they should. Uh, Sammy and uh, Finn oh advanced in the King of the Ring tournament with wins over Cesaro and Rey Mysterio, respectively. Uh, Zelina Vega and Carmella advanced in the Queen's Crown tournament there with wins go. over Tony Storm and Liv Morgan, respectively. And Sonya Deville challenged Naomi to a match next week. Uh, top guy, JJ, what stood out the most for you on SmackDown this week? Um. Yeah, I mean, the that... That inter, I, I just I'm loving the interaction with with Paul Heyman and the Bloodline. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm just loving all of that that's going on there. Nah, non anticlimactic. Hey, hell the of a performer. I disagreed with all the ECW shit, uh, but Heyman is one hell of a performer. I'll be the first to mm -hmm. say that he does a great job. Yeah, he 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 he's he's been pure money for the past year with Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Like he's. I mean, he's been money longer than that, but specifically my tribal right chief. I get, I, I get sick every time I hear him do it. He's even got heat with me, and I know what he's doing. 
my tribal chief. I know what he's doing, and he gets heat with me when he does. Oh, my tribal chief, I would never do anything to disappoint you, my tribal chief. <laughs> he sounds just like him. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty I'm, good I'm shit. sorry, I didn't mean to. And it was good to finally see <laughs> Bianca Belair get over on the fucking women in an interaction. Like, obviously, well, I haven't got to see the show yet, match. but I'm glad to hear that because I think Bianca is definitely. Band, if she if she's not the going to be the face of the women's division, I don't know who's going to be. I mean, I just see all the fucking talent in the world with her. It's money, like, yeah. it's money, and they, her they put, just seeing her put Becky through the table with Sasha on it was like, oh no, not through a table. Oh, time. oh, sorry to hear like, that. About fucking time they give. Oh, why does the producer not have pictures of that? But you know, if Charlotte is there, he'll have it though, right? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Calling putting the producer on the spot. Sheesh, sheesh, yeah. ladies and hey, gentlemen. We're not talking about Monday Night Raw. It's okay. <laughs> Sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. No problem. Now, I'm just calling you call out on your shit, because She doesn't look anything like the Charlotte I knew from about 90 days ago. What, what have they done with the, that Charlotte? Look at Sasha. Oh, yes, and, and next week Sasha. we got we got Becky versus uh, Sasha Banks. And next week's a super-sized SmackDown as they're going to be two and a half hours long. And they're, their first half, their last oh, half hour will be against... Oh, I don't want to go over time. Yes, and their, their, last, their last half hour will go against AEW Rampage. So Tony Khan put out this tweet last night. He says, <laughs> I, I saw you're, going, you're, you're doing a half an hour head-to-head with the I can't wait to finally beat your main show head to head. It's been a long time coming. See you next Friday for AEW. Very strategic. This is very strategic because Isn't he knows SmackDown is on FS1 next week. Yes. And not on Fox. Oh, so he, he knows oh, they better. didn't tell the whole he story. This is a very calculated tweet. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't tell the whole story. Tweet. He he wouldn't have he wouldn't have made that tweet if it was on real Fox. It's on Fox yeah, Live. <laughs> No, stop it. Hey, hey, they wouldn't be doing Super Saiyan SmackDown if it wasn't on FS1. So it goes both ways. I was getting ready to say, how are they working in that? But you know what? They can do it if they put out more money because if it was the uh, the football games or the baseball games, they go over time. The news comes on later. All the time. All the time. So don't give me that you can't go over 30 minutes. Trust me, we gotta, if the playoffs go in 31 innings today, they're going to cover every fucking inning of it. So. Exactly. There we, we go. Got a, <laughs> we got a super chat donation for JJ and Chrissy here. We'd love to hear JJ's and Chrissy's thoughts on Hangman versus Kenny and the upcoming uh, world title eliminator tournament. Well, number one, we'll, I'll put a stop for that shit. I haven't agreed to a match with these guys. So. He means Kenny Omega, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, what oh, would, what, where would you where would you like Just to be? Disrespect me. I don't give a fuck. Where would you like to be the finals, Chrissy Love? I want to see them in a, a cage. What, Kenny and, uh, and Hangman? Omega. Yeah. But what about the uh, World Title Eliminator Tournament? Since the finals is going to be at full gear, we probably would get Hangman and Omega for the World Title. But what would be the tournament finals? Um. So when be with these two is a different tournament. So what's the tournament for? Then? No, no, the world title match would be Hangman versus Omega, and the right. tournament would be for the number one contender. For who? Oh, for who someone, wins. who's the number, who wins? Yeah. Oh, so who would be the number one contender, basically? Yeah, who would you have? Who would be the two guys you would oh, have in the finals that. of the tournament? I literally said that multiple who times. Would you like to be <laughs> in the final? No, <laughs> that's not what you're saying. You're it said it. It says it there. It says it on screen. I don't even know what y'all arguing about, but I take this side. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what, you know, you can never go wrong. That's, that's usually, that's the, usually how it works. The lone woman on the show. Got that's me. usually how it works. Um, and let, let's don't, do Hangman and Daniel, uh, uh, Brian, whatever his name yeah, is. Just call him Daniel. Just call him Daniel. Brian, Brian Danielson and who? Brian Danielson and, and um, uh, Hangman. No, Hangman's in the world title match. Who would you have? Ver- See, that's what I'm saying. I'm I what are you asking me? So, so the I'm tournament. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, JJ. So, Please. So the th- I, I I mean I 1,000 percent agree. I would love to see Hangman and Kenny. I mean they would crush it in a cage. Like they would crush it in a cage. That would probably be a good match. But if this is a Based long tournament, like if this is a long tournament, say if this is like a like a 32 man tournament or something like that. Okay. AEW has that much talent. This tournament could last two months. Okay. Put. Brian Danielson and CM Punk on opposite brackets. Okay. Have them meet in the finals. That's the way you get them to have that one match that we mm-hmm. have been that we, we know we want to see in AEW that would be meaningful, but doesn't require a storyline. Got it. I would want Danielson versus Cole. It just you, you you follow up from the last pay per view with the big debuts, and you have them in the finals. I think it's too soon to do Punk versus Danielson. That could be the mm-hmm. main event of like a stadium show, and you can really build that up. I think it's too I soon to do that one, but, yeah, but Danielson and Cole, I feel like that's the the right match to do because it plays it plays into the Adam Cole potentially going after Kenny Omega, going after his spot as the leader of the elite, and going after the world title. It plays into Danielson versus Omega and the time limit draw so that's why i say you go that route and punk pr- has said vehemently in interviews he doesn't want to go for the world title anytime soon he wants to work with okay. the younger guys on the roster so that's good um i if i, I see that play- one more time so, i'm off the show so my thing is, so I, I guess when i guess when i'm when i'm giving my thoughts on it i'm just wondering how do you get punk and brian in the ring with no storyline required because they don't need a story they don't need something dragged down on AEW Dynamite or Rampage for weeks at a time. They I can, want um, yeah. Danielson and, and Christian Cage. I like that. I like that. I Punk Punk and Punk and Brian can main event a Dynamite or a pay per view. You don't you don't give them a matchup no, which would, they're I not going to draw. Yeah, they, it's not going to draw because you won't know the matchup until a week before the show's already going to be sold out. People are already going to decide they want the pay per view or not way before we even know they're going to first. So that's not that's not the right in my mind. That's not the right way business wise to do it. They're going to have a finals right before the week before a pay per view. Like no, they're 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 going to do the finals at the pay per view. We know that they already announced that last night. But the finals are not going to be decided until the week or two weeks beforehand. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense when it's not going to draw. Your your show's already going to be sold out in Minnesota. Tickets are already going on sale. Tickets are already sold out on the potential of waste anything on a show that's already sold out. Exactly. Uh, booking 101 but yet promoters do it all the time a lot of times you'll have a main event that you know will sell out but yet they will still stack other expensive ass talents on the show which is just fucking ridiculous you've got your sellout you got your main event lighten up on what you're spending on the rest of the card and, and it kind of works that way in televised matches too if you've got your sellout don't give something away that you can sell later it just doesn't make any goddamn sense and wwe's as guilty of this as anything that they, they do it all the goddamn time used to never happen back in the old days if you wanted that match you was going to pay to go see it in your town absolutely and they're doing or, it this or pay-per-view which eventually came to be back in the uh, eventually what was closed circuit tv in the early 80s <laughs> And they're hot shotting again 
uh, a tag team matchup on Raw this week with Bianca and Sasha versus uh, Becky and Charlotte. But that's no. I, I feel like that's when Raw is at its best, when they hot shot these big matches. So it's probably yeah. going to be a good show. This week on Raw, they had the ending of the WWE draft. Becky Lynch was the number one overall pick for Raw. Well, while the Usos, of course, the Usos were the top pick for SmackDown. The there big you moves, go. <laughs> the big now, why, saw, sorry sidebar why didn't we get someone whoever's doing getting becky her coats are it's amazing why didn't they do it for her boyfriend or fiance because his jacket was trash she's coming out with these beautiful flawless jackets and yeah she did Seth win the was coming out with trash ass jackets they they went to the same to the same uh you know uh alleyway or warehouse but uh you know uh Becky got the good box and set yeah got him out of yeah, an alley yeah, yeah got him not out of alleyway. alleyway not no not the bowling alley. Alley. Not credit for that no, different we don't want different different alley uh the big moves saw seth rollins finn balor kevin owens and street profits go to raw while Shayna baszler viking raiders ricochet and sheamus to smackdown throw, also uh, jason campbell up jason campbell makes a good point uh, he says, you give I believe Michael Jason Campbell some, um, some love. Wow. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> not much, just a little bit. I believe everything, everything Kenny is saying. I'm just sick of ladder matches all the time. Whatever happened to every once in a while. Well, even when we did OVW television in Indiana, we could bleed on every match back then, but you know how often we did it about once every 90 days. That way, when somebody bled, it was a big deal. You got all these goddamn promoters just because they can bleed on every match on every show on every card. They do. And then it don't mean shit. Well, now you've got to cut somebody's fucking head off. Oh, there you go. <laughs> your, 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 fish, your fish tank turned into something else for a moment there. I saw that. Um, <laughs> turned, into a, turned into a TV real quick. Um, Olympic, <laughs> Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson, uh, Stevenson was uh, drafted as the final pick for Raw. I think it's very talented, <sighs> by the way. It is. I see that. Uh, what did you What did you uh, think of the WWE draft this year, Kenny? Um, God. Well, whether Oscar's injured or not, if she's going to remain with the company, I think it might have been all right to have the fucking kid drafted. Call her kid because I'm 20 years older than she is. But we have the same furniture. Have I ever told you that? She no. has exactly the same furniture I have, only reverse color scheme. And we've tweeted back and forth about that a few times. Uh, I love Oscar to death. I think she is the she's the most entertaining on the microphone when she's doing color commentary. I love her matches. I used to love Curry Sane. I know a lot of people say, "Well, Kenny's got an Asian thing." Okay, I do, but uh, they're they're very good wrestlers as well. Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, just love him to death, especially the old AEW Shinsuke Nakamura with the nine-minute entrance and everybody in white coats and white fiddles or what well, Dutch says they don't call them fiddles anymore. They're violins, whatever the hell they call them. Uh, it was, uh, he was so much better back then or a better production of what he was. His psychology, Oscar uh, uh, has got that. Or Asuka. If, you, if I'm doing speech to text, if I say Asuka, it, it writes Oscar. But if I say yeah. Asuka, it spells her name perfectly. Exactly. So apparently it's Asuka. <laughs> Asuka. Asuka, indeed. Um, the news. As a matter of fact, uh, if I tilt my camera up, let me show you something. Yeah. We'll zoom in on you. Let's see you do that. Okay, there we go. Look at that. Uh, the artist of that on Twitter, uh, Bob Hazelwood, saw that I really liked that picture and put it over. And uh, he bought that for me, and that's signed by the artist and everything. A, a girl on Twitter wrote that, and uh, I, I'm very proud of that. Matter of fact, oh, 
you, you might just barely see my head, but we'll do it that way. There we like go. The bowling club uh, picture back there, too. Yeah, yeah. The bowling alley logo's back there. Bowling club. And uh, my mother is off to the left, but off camera because she's not as pretty as Asuka. Hi, Mom. So, yeah, sorry, Mom. <laughs> Damn. Mom can't get no love. Um, <laughs> well, mom passed away a few years ago. She don't know shit about God it. God bless her. God bless her. Uh, we, speaking of... Managed Jerry Lawler against me and uh, beat me at Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom. Mom uh, went 1-0. Oh. <laughs> exactly Chrissy Love, I know you had your, 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 your faults with the WWE draft this year, but what would you say overall, since we know both nights' results, was the biggest uh, draft pick for either side? Repeat what? that. What was the biggest move? What do you think was the, the biggest, biggest move? move? Um, God, um, tell me what I was. I, I was asking Chrissy. Yeah, yeah I don't Chrissy. think I, I, I per se didn't care for the draft, so that question can't really pertain to me because I really like. I kind of already knew, once we seen Friday, we knew yeah. what was going to happen on Monday. Yeah, that was kind of, kind of that's uh, true. Kind of the so wrong, you know, once, got screwed on that deal, didn't they? No, I, I feel like SmackDown got got fleeced because you got you got Seth Rollins, you got Becky Lynch, you got Finn Balor, yeah. Kevin Owens, Street Profits going over the Raw, and all they got back in return was Shayna Baszler, Viking Raiders, Charlotte <laughs> Flair, Ricochet, yeah. Sheamus in return. Like well, what who hasn't worked in like a month and a half. Like what's your all's, what's your all's opinions on this Viking team? Um, um, I mean, I, I, I was a I, hold it, hold it. Everybody <laughs> said enough. I was a fan of the We're Viking Raiders. We're all I, in agreement. I was a fan of them in NXT and Ring of Honor. Yeah, War Machine was great, War but Machine, Viking Raiders—they've totally not made me not a fan. Yeah. What about you, Top Guy JJ? What do you What do you think was uh, the either or going to either side? What did you think the was the biggest draw. move? Because yeah, yeah, they were not Raw, getting Raw, the ratings. Raw, they, they... Yeah, Raw landslided SmackDown on this draft. I mean, that that, that was... And why would that be? Because hasn't SmackDown been kicking Raw's ass for quite some well, time? But, and I, think, I think that's I think, the point. Yeah, that was... I, yeah, unfortunately. Also, SmackDown doesn't need as big of a roster. SmackDown can no, run with don't. 20 to 25 people, and Roman Reigns can have 30 minutes of the show, and the show is still, still going to be fine. <laughs> I think that's, Roman yeah, did what I do just, here. I think that's I, where I, they're I, going. But for Fox to ask for Charlotte is kind of like, hmm. I think Roman did what I did here. He imposed executive privilege and said, if you fuckers send me to Raw, I quit. I think that's what he did. <laughs> that's why they made but, that clear right off the bat. Roman ain't going anywhere. And neither I hope and, the biggest yeah. move to Raw is Bianca Belair being drafted to Raw. I just hope mm -hmm. that she gets treated the way she was treated on SmackDown. Because with the exception of what happened at SummerSlam, Bianca Belair was the most protected woman on that well, show. Well, if we just give the women their own show, we solve this whole problem. If we just give the women their own show, this problem goes away. So, well, yeah. Smack, SmackDown got, got fleeced, to, to say the least. I totally agree with you. All uh, right. Now, with you guys there. Here, will it, will it change the ratings? Was there enough going over to Raw that it's going to change the ratings? I would hope so. I mean, you got Beck, you got Becky Lynch going back. Me and to SP, Raw. you got Bianca Belair. We're going on the back same page. Raw. SP, no, it's not going to change. Unfortunately, yeah. it's just, going to get. It can only go up from here. Like, I mean, Raw's ratings are so goddamn low. 
Like they're going against so the low. NFL. Well, well, they're well, not well, tell me because I haven't seen the numbers. What are Raw's ratings on an average over the last yeah, 30 days? And what are range or one like point, they know they're averaging about 1.8 to yeah, 1.7 yeah, to 1.8. You can only go up from uh-huh. there. Like you can't go much down. You can't go much lower. See, than back when I, when I was sending talent up to the WWE, we were getting seven, eights, and nines. Exactly. And so exactly. when I hear these numbers, I didn't even think it was possible for him to drop that low. And a good I mean, point here. Still wrestling fans. Yeah. The, oh, well, there's Kenny. There's more to watch now. Not really. I mean, we have we still got the same 500 bullshit channels we've always had. We, now we have a thousand bullshit channels. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, a good the, point. A good point here from Slam and Sammy Joe uh, saying, don't forget to talk about the women's tag team division. Chrissy Love, what do you think about all the women's tag teams being destroyed and now only Rhea Ripley and Nikki ASH are the only what women's the tag point? team like, in existence? SP, I've been saying this from the beginning. You know what? <laughs> make that it make sense. Look. Why are we putting these girls together then to make them hate each other afterwards? Like Shayna Baszler now attacks Nia Jax, so now they're gonna have a feud with each other. Don't it don't make sense. So now we're gonna have Rhea and a- and Nikki ASH or whatever. They're now the new tag. They're gonna be feuding with each other afterwards. Like Make make both of these two credible girls go like be buried again. Like it's just don't make no sense. Put girls that do not have much TV time in the tag division so that they can get the time the shine that they should deserve. When you're gonna have the other girls feud for the other titles, it just who is doing whoever is doing the booking needs to do the booking the right way. Whoever is sitting at the round table. Guys, let's put our heads together. Let's listen to the people that are online because maybe they know what they're talking about a little bit. We've been watching this for a very, very, very long time, and we kind of know who these people are, who can be good and get together. We want to see certain things, and you guys just be like, no, let me just take off Natalia and uh, uh, Tamina, who've been with the company forever. We finally make them champions. 115 years. I helped develop them in Ohio Valley. It's been 115 years. We put, both- <laughs> we put them together. We put them over. Finally get, ta- you know, the Tamina never got a, ta- a I take that back. Belt. I never had Tamina. We had Natalia Neidhart, Beth Phoenix, and uh, uh, Mickey James, uh, mm-hmm. Maurice, uh, who married the Miz. I don't know why, but uh, we <laughs> I don't. I don't think she knew I was available. I think that whole thing would have took another turn had uh, she oh. known that I was a uh, single and eligible at that Dag. time. I'm sorry, Kenny. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm telling you, man. The Miz is. Come on. Let's not argue <laughs> that point. Sheesh. All right. Um, <laughs> you disagree? No. I mean, I, I have no opinion. Trust me, on the Miz this, cannot uh, with me. The, the I Miz shot his shot, shot first, me, even at age sixty-two. The Miz shot. Yeah, shot you, 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 you should have shot your shot, Kenny. I should have. Well, you know, I've, the women's movement and all. I just got to lay back. Just, Stop bitching know. up, yo. Just I just thought she. Would, I just thought she would pick me. I guess she got desperate and took the bills. I don't know. Don't. <laughs> it's only fair. It's only I'm fair. Just, I'm just totally hurt by the whole thing. I don't even like to talk about it. I'd pick it, you if I wasn't taken. It's okay. Oh, there, there you well, who, go. You? Whose ass do I need to whip? <laughs> <laughs> You gave him. You gave him the alley oop. Yeah, 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 you threw the ball up there. What do you want me to do? With it? I mean, God, what, what, did, what did you want him to do? Uh, <laughs> just stand uh, here like a knot on a log. I mean, goddamn. We should also bring up this week. How, uh, how long? How long have you been with your man, Chrissy Love? Uh, we've been married twelve years now. Well, you're bound to be sick of his ass by now, anyway. So let's just move on and get a fresh start. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is all. Oh, this is, this is more than four years with me, so trust me. It's time oh, to go. Okay. This, is, 
This is officially the off the rails episode of True True Hill Heat for sure. Um, also this week you had MLW Fightland. They made their debut on uh, Vice TV. Vice, yeah, yes, I saw that. Yeah, well, Alexander well, Hamilton. What aired on Vice TV, and how do you see uh, that? Major League Wrestling. It came on after uh, Dark Side of the Ring this week. Oh, uh, they had they have Alexander well, Hamilton. More wrestling on television. I'm good for them. I'm all for it. Alexander Hammerstone defeated uh, Jacob Fatu to end his two-year reign as um, MLW heavyweight champion and unify the heavyweight where, and national. Where is this, where is this based at? Where, where wow! Look at this? his body. Uh, oh they're <laughs> they're based in uh, New York, actually. They well, have he's, no, he's no Kenny Bowen, but you can gaze at his body if you. He's want. pretty close. Oh, I'm he's sorry. Pretty close. Yeah, he's pretty close. Yeah. He's pretty close. Yeah, he's pretty close. Yeah, he's in the neighborhood. Yeah. Also, like, you had. <laughs> Also, you had uh, Impact Wrestling, uh, Christian Cage and Josh Alexander defeated Ace Austin and Madman Fulton in the main event. On NXT 2.0, MSK uh, defeated Bridges, uh, Briggs and Jensen uh, and Carmelo why Hayes. Why have headgear? Uh, well, he's an amateur. He's a former amateur wrestler. Well, he's not he's, like he's now in pro wrestling. That shit went away when he made it to the pros. Uh uh, hey, I, would pay, I would pay him like an so amateur. So he pays homage to the Steiners with that headpiece, huh? Yeah, like that's yeah, a Rick yeah, Steiner yeah. shout-out. I, I, I would pay him like an amateur, and plus uh, we've already had a Steiner do that. So, yeah, pay him like an amateur. Give him nothing. Hey, it's it, what's old is, is uh, new again. So it hasn't been used since Rick Steiner. It's new. Well, I guess I'm new again because I'm old. They, so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Call it out. Call it out. Reason I bring up NXT 2.0, they had uh, MSK win a fatal four-way to retain the NXT Tag Team Championships. Speaking of Rick Steiner, Braun Breaker accepted the open challenge of Tommaso Ciampa for an NXT Championship match at Halloween Havoc on uh, October 26th. There you go. And I wanted to ask you, Kenny, what's your thoughts yeah. on this new version of NXT, being that you're an expert when it comes to developmental territories? What do you think about their new rebrand uh, and trying to focus be, on younger guys? i got to be extremely honest with you. I was waiting for the logo to change on YouTube TV so I could see the NXT 2.0, and they didn't change the logo, so I didn't think they had started the 2.0 thing yet. So how many weeks have they been doing 2.0? Uh, I believe four weeks now. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a month behind, so get with me the next time we do a show, and I'll give you my evaluation. Uh, but all I know is that NXT was kicking ass when tri- Triple H had the Oscars and the Shinsuke Nakamura's and uh, the 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 Robert Roods and those guys down there were just kicking ass. And uh, I know they're are they blaming him for the demise of uh, NXT? Did did he get the heat for it? Because now it I seems- think uh, Vince and Pritchard do it or something. It seems like he's getting in the heat for losing the war against AEW on Wednesday yeah. nights. Well, so that's why he's being punished? I guess. Yes, uh, pretty much. Well, get, get, let, give me a chance to get caught up on it because I don't want to judge something I haven't seen. And I haven't seen the 2.0 version yet. And then I will. But, but if it's Vince and, you know, I, I don't think Triple H forgot how to book wrestling. Uh, maybe due to lack of talent, possibly. Uh, you've called a lot of it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Great baseball managers don't forget how to manage. They get shit talent and they can't win. That's what happens in baseball. You know, uh, 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 who, who was the great Yankee that got fired like 10 times? Billy Martin. Billy Martin yeah. didn't forget how to manage baseball. They brought him back seven, eight times for a reason. If he's got the talent, he'll probably win. Uh, we should also ask this. I'll ask this to Top Guy JJ. What do you think? You do you think about uh, NXT 2.0 getting 62 year old people watching the show? That's the oh, medium. I'll, I'll, that's the medium age for the show. I'll, I'll, I'll be. I'll be that old in a. I would in March. tell Kenny to not waste his time. 
I would tell Kenny to watch oh, NX3 man. on YouTube. Watch NX3 on YouTube. You get the whole oh, show compressed in 30 minutes. Oh, there you a go. A little bit more, 30 to 35 minutes. You get the whole results. It's I a lot funnier. That. And this shit is, and, and no, no, NX3, do not waste your time on that. Well, shit. YouTube is, uh, on my YouTube TV, it's very easy to scan through. I get through the commercials, bullshit matches, bullshit interviews, shit like. So I can probably compress it in 35 minutes myself. But if YouTube has a version, send me a link and I'll check that out. Yes, Andrew Zarian. Yeah. Uh, Reported that uh, the uh, USA two hours to waste. USA Network sources were disappointed with the figure and uh, is hopeful that the uh, dip is necessary is uh, temporary. They said, and I quote: uh, "The this is all to bring a new younger viewer. All the changes being done to NXT 2.0, who is connected with pop culture and trends. Needless to say, the demo numbers are disappointing, but we are hopeful this is just a bump." Tell in the me road. this. Tell me this. What makes them think? What What is Bruce Pritchard? pedigree that makes them think not not to shit on bruce pritchard or anything but what's in oh, his okay. pedigree that makes them think that he's going to do anything better than what triple h was doing um and he i know vince is going to be that fucking hands-on he he helped with the mega powers implode about 40 years ago so they think oh. he's he's an expert at yeah, uh, what, what can bring in new reviews they're, they're still a thing right exactly exactly um one news note from wwe <laughs> Should have been. It should have been me instead of the man. It should have been. It should have been. Oh, oh my what, god! I want, I want that what sent to me. That's going to be a poster. What could have been? <laughs> Our producer is the best. She did look, look great. At me. Picture, I, I looked pretty way. good back then. See? Uh, See, see Kenny, you need to hire our producers for your YouTube looked, channel. Looked very comfortable writing me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, in the, in the latest edition of the Russell Observer uh, newsletter, it was noted. Did anybody make ride. a picture of Chrissy Love like that for me? Hey, we don't want to get in trouble with Mister Love. Sorry, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not co-signing that at all. Uh, it was noted. It was noted that WWE is planning to have the feud between. Nope, nope. Yep, I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the feud between Roby Reigns and Brock Lesnar uh, for lasts more than one show. It's not going to just end off at Crown Jewel when they meet Please in two me weeks. Please tell me husband doesn't watch this show. He does, so you're in trouble. No, um, no, 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 it, however, he ain't got gas money to make it to Louisville. <laughs> he does. He does. He, he got. He got frequent. It. He got frequent flyer miles. Oh, um, shit. Oh, he's gonna fly. He'll be in such a mood when he gets here. It's <laughs> believed that now, uh, now is to get. I gotta, uh, I gotta call Louisville International Airport and have his ass banned now. Shit, I didn't know. Robert and Brock is gonna get a lot of time. Uh, WWE potentially wants it to be the WrestleMania main event. What do you think mm. about uh, that, Chrissy Love? Would you like to see Roman and Brock not just at Crown Jewel, but spread out over the next couple of months? If, if we're going to like spread the story, like, like, like let's make the story good. And if we're not going to have a win at Crown Jewel, I, hopefully it's not a botched win like they did with Finn Balor and Foolishness. Like, let's make this really good. And have I'm, I'm intrigued for this. How the rope fell? Have we, has that been explained yet? Nope. Act nope. God. Michael Cole Act said a rope malfunction on SmackDown. Yeah, he said a faulty, faulty ropes. Faulty oh, ropes. Very, yeah. very convenient is the when they malfunction. Very convenient. I believe it. It makes sense. It makes sense, I ladies and gentlemen. I was out when they started uh, the heartbeat, you know, and, and they knew it was his heartbeat. And then the, the intro music was playing during the match. And then he goes up and, uh, well, I'll be goddamn, the fucking rope uh, broke. <laughs> so, there you go. There you go. 
There you go. Uh, all, AE, I, all I want to do is just believe what I'm seeing, and they fuck that up with a passion. They they never they never help you out with that at the at the very least. They they won't even do that for you, Kenny. Uh, no. No, they won't help a, me. AEW news in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. Uh, Dave Meltzer elaborated on the report of Tony Khan uh, decreasing the roles of the EVPs, according to Tony Khan himself. Uh, this has been the case since December 2019, but the EVPs still have a lot of uh, control onto the storylines. As for example, Bobby Fish was actually recommended by the Young Bucks uh, to be signed by AEW. They put the deal together, and Bobby Fish signed a multi-year deal. Uh, they wanted to make it look like he was an outsider before his matchup with Sammy Guevara, and uh, Dave also noted that Cody Rose, Omega, the Young Bucks, uh, CM Punk, Chris Jericho, John Moxley, and Brian Danielson, among others have a big say in their own segments which is more of a collaborative effort between tony khan and the wrestlers kenny what do you what do you feel about the way aew is kind of doing the behind the scenes of everything instead of what we've known with wwe with Vince man having a lot of control and the writers having a lot of control of what the performers are saying i really and once again i'm going to have to defer because i just don't know that much about it um i i was about to ask you how much uh, on air goes through Tony Khan? How much say does he have? How much say does the Young Bucks have? How much say does uh, Kenny Omega have? Uh, Rhodes, how much say does he have? I don't know that much about it, and I don't like to comment on shit that I don't know that much about. Um, so I, I kind of have to defer on that one. I'm sorry. I know y'all bring me here to know shit, but I don't know. Well, basically, Tony Khan is like the final say. Like, he'll come up with mm -hmm. who's going to win, and then the performers come oh, really? up with the in-between what the what the match is going to do, what they're going to do mm -hmm. during the matchup. Uh, the Young Bucks, for example, with these. I Steve personally Cage. wouldn't like that because I like people with experience in the wrestling business determining, determine wrestling decisions. Um not not that his ideas may not be good, but I, I think somebody who has 20 years of wrestling experience, wrestling television experience, should be deciding wins, losses, and why, and how we get from one point to the next. I don't think somebody with absolutely no experience should be calling that just because he owns the company. Turn your Put your company in the hands of people that know what the fuck they're doing. But if we're going to argue ratings, if ratings are the answer, then he's doing just good enough to say shut the fuck up i know what i'm doing yeah he's a, he's a longtime wrestling fan and i think he has uh lots of us are yeah a lot, a lot of shouldn't be running television shows but, hey when you got the money you can though so mm -hmm. he's got the money and that's why mm -hmm. he has uh some control in it and like you said they're doing well right now uh impact wrestling news impact has a big show tonight on uh impact plus uh with uh the knockdown knockouts knockdown they're gonna do an all women's pay-per-view so that's well, kind of the theme of this epi episode yeah. uh we're gonna have daphne's memorial later, they listen to me so there we go <laughs> but they're gonna be honoring one of your friends uh kenny daphne they're gonna do a Daphne's Memorial, Monsters Good. Ball, uh, Savannah Evans versus Jordan Grace versus Kimberly versus Alicia Edwards. Also, like uh, they just put up, they're going to be a knockouts tournament uh, to determine the number one contender for the knockouts championship. Tasha Steeles will versus Jamie uh, Siegel. Not, uh, who was the girl on the left of that picture? Put it up again. Yeah, who's on the uh, left? Uh, that's Savannah Evans. Kimberly is the one with the face paint, and then okay. in the in the middle with the kendo stick, that's Alicia Edwards, and then at the okay. on the right is Jordan Grace. I'm sorry, but the the girl on the left uh, looks wise looks to be the the star out of that bunch. Am I wrong? 
Savannah Evans, she is very talented. We've actually had her on the True Hill Heat YouTube mm. channel, interviewed her. She's very yeah. talented, very uh got and she's one of the newer stars for Impact Wrestling. So she's yeah. gonna be doing they she's have big a great look. I haven't I haven't seen her matches, but she looks like a star. There you go. See, we're getting the thumbs up for Savannah Evans. I love that. Uh Chelsea Green will verse Renee Mitchell, uh, Michelle in the knockouts tournament. You also got Rachel Ellering versus Lady Frost. Uh, Brandy Rachel Lauren. Rachel related to Paul? I'm sure she is. Yes, yes, that's okay. Paul Ellering's uh, daughter. Uh, you also mm, got Brandy. Else is in the business. Why not? <laughs> Brandy <laughs> Lauren. We have a picture of Rachel Ellering. I'm dying to see this picture. Oh, you, you gotta make the producer do work. Do uh, yeah, I'll, that's I'll, I'll, kill, I'll kill I'll kill time for you. Uh, you also got Brandy Lauren versus uh, Mercedes yeah, Martinez. Uh, now, there's Mercedes also Martinez. Uh, I befriended right around 2001 or 2002 when I did a tour up northeast for for Wolfie Sanderson, and I said back then Mercedes Martinez was one of the most talented females in wrestling at that time. And I'm amazed it's taken her this long to start getting some level of national recognition. She was amazing in 2001, 2002. And we had some long talks. I told her if I'd have had my way, she'd been on OVW TV the next day. She mm. was that good even fucking 20 years ago. And I'm glad so she's I'm getting really, some I, work after getting let go by WWE. So I'm glad she's going to be on the show. WWE doesn't know what the fuck they're doing because uh, she, should, she, should, she should have been there 20 years ago. And I all agree. I'm, there's Rachel Ellering for you, Kenny. All right. Well, uh, Paul's wife was cheating on him, is all I can tell you. <laughs> Got another what? scoop for you, ladies what? and gentlemen. Trusty, what's with the look? Trusty, <laughs> you don't think Paul Ellering fathered that, do you? Come on. I mean. Come on, Paul. Right. Just admit it. No, no. Paul had nothing to do with that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. There you go. There you go. That, that's what we got for you, ladies and gentlemen. I actually, uh, the, actually, I was around Paul Ellering a million times, but never, I don't think I ever got to have a conversation with him uh, because the Midnight was feuding with the Road Warriors. And when he was in Memphis, uh, Waller was going against him. So, and the rules were so strict back then, you didn't hang out with the fucking opponent. So I never, ever got to have a sit down with Paul. Paul, I'm just fucking around. I'm just playing. Surely your wife didn't cheat on you to have that lovely young lady. Surely not. Yeah, I, I hope Paul Irving doesn't get upset with us. We no, want I him never, on the I show never as got well. To meet Paul, that, that would have been fun. And they said uh, Cornette told me that Paul was actually the real shoot legit manager of the Road Warriors. Yeah, he took he care of all yeah. their shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank y'all for confirming what Cornette told me. <laughs> Back in 1984. Hey, hey, we, we learned that in ring. Dark Side of the Ring. Yes, the oh, that all the information that we need is on the Dark Side of the Ring. I keep forgetting that. That's what they're here for. I do, uh, you don't even have to watch I, the I, show. I, you can just watch our reviews. You know, we do I, yeah, it I don't even week, need to so. watch it now, which I had not been doing until the flight. And the only thing I learned on the flight was the stewardess perspective because I'd already heard all that shit long before it aired on air. And everything pretty much stacked up. I didn't know that one See, of them. Everyone's not going to tell the same lie. Do you believe? Do you believe uh, 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 Doyle from the Playing Right from Hell episode, Kenny? Uh, which one was Doyle? That was the stewardess. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I believe every fucking thing she said. Thank you, Based, oh. and I have reasons to believe her. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, yeah. Knockouts. No, knockouts. I, I did not doubt one word she said. 
Knockouts Tag Team Titles, Decay, Rosemary, and uh, Havoc will verse uh, The Influence for the Knockouts Tag Team Titles. And then finally, Knockouts uh, Title Pick Your Poison match is going to be Deanna Parata versus the hand-pick opponent of Mickey James, Masha Slamovich, another person that we've had here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. And then finally, there also is tonight a big show from GCW Game Changer Wrestling uh, on Fight TV, a huge card and the most anticipated independent wrestling match of the year. Year, as it's going to be John Moxley going one on one with Nick Gage for the GCW uh, World Championship. Tonight. Absolutely, and I Atlantic wish I drove the AC for this. You, this is 10 years in the making between these two gentlemen. They used to fight wow. in uh, CZW. Uh, they, John Moxley won the GCW World Championship back at uh, the Art of War Games in Chicago where, during where, where, World where, where, Outbreak. Was that, was that a Chicago company? Uh, well, G GCW, uh, they're, they're located out of New Jersey, but they do shows all over. They're probably the hottest independent promotion right now. John Moxley defeated Matt, Matt Cardona for the GCW World Championship. Not the Matt Cardona. Yes, the, the Matt oh, Cardona, a.k.a. The, the former Zach, Zach Ryder. Yes, indeed. The, okay. That Matt Cardona. Zach was an OVW boy, too. Well, he was actually champion for two months. So, okay. uh, you know, fair enough for him. Yeah. Yeah. Death, Deathmatch King Matt Cardona got defeated by uh, John Moxley. And now Moxley versus Nick Gage. These guys started their feud back at WrestleMania weekend. And uh, <laughs> finally, it's going to blow off tonight on Fight TV. So definitely go out of your way to watch GCW. Chris, love, you're a beautiful, lovely, and talented young lady who obviously has some smarts. What do you think of John Moxley? I actually like John Moxley. Um, when he left You're an WWE, idiot. oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> See, I build her up, I bring her to the moon, and then wham! He hates, he hates, he hates John Moxley. He hates oh, John Moxley. You never told him I had, he had the um the the hot girl summer when he left. Yes, he was yes. Running, you know he was real hot. Yeah. Um, that's no, I, I, I'm don't, sorry. I don't get I don't get the Moxley thing. Uh, obviously, oh, you don't get the hype. He said, I, didn't, I wasn't on the, I wasn't a bandwagon person right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was mm -hmm. cool when he was Dean Ambrose in uh, WWE, and I was like, okay, he's cute, he's cool. Really but when cute. he came over, cute where you're going to... with that? <laughs> cute. When I cute, hey, you like his God, didn't you state that if you didn't have the man you had, you'd have me? Uh, and now Moxley, I mean, come on, not in that type of way. I also like oh, Dustin Loomis, oh, I also okay. like um, she, 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 she likes a variety, yeah, yeah a variety right. of men, me, your husband, and Moxley. My God, how <laughs> different can you get? <laughs> Jesus, she loves her some Dexter Loomis, yes, she, she does, does, man. She does. Yeah. She does. <laughs> I, I was flattered until Paul Hellering is not happy watching this show. Neither is John Moxley. Um, <laughs> no, no, Moxley and, and, and Paul Hellering. Uh, hey, he rode on a motorcycle with a dummy. Shut up. He did. <laughs> I'm sure someone made him do it. I hear he did not like doing that, that he did not. I don't know whose like idea carrying the dummy, the dummy was. with him. Like, yeah, I didn't oh, understand I that. hear he hated that with a passion. That's what I Marco. heard. Rocco's motto Rocco, Rocco. <laughs> My son managed a wrestler in OVW named Rocco. He is a dummy, too. <laughs> but yes, go out of your way to watch GCW. Rocco's mad at me now. Shit, I can't, I can't get off this show without getting heat. GCW Fight Club. It is called True Hill. Exactly. GCW yeah. Fight Club is tonight. John Moxley, that's for Kenny no, Bowman Chris, right yeah, there. Hey, fuck you, Moxley, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> With me, the bird on worldwide television. 
Any final questions for Kenny as we wrap up this episode? Chrissy Love, Top Guy JJ. I'm sorry, Chrissy. I just playing with you. Oh, that's why I don't take it personal. I know, I know. Don't worry. I saw the look on your face. You hate me. You probably no. up with me. Uh, I'm back, hubby. <laughs> Kenny <laughs> badmouthed me on worldwide television. Any final questions, Top Guy JJ? Ah, I just had a had a had a blast. But yeah, on this show this was a fun had show. A this had to be a lot more fun than that boring ass show Dutch Mantel did, right? This was a lot better show. Well, in your defense, um, Kenny, I didn't finish the whole show. I had to leave early, so you're, uh, you know, uh, I got to stay the whole time with you. Absolutely. So that's a we, win. We, we spent two hours, twenty two minutes, and thirty three seconds together. Is what we did. Right. And <laughs> tell your there husband you to match that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> My lord, ladies and gentlemen, Kenny Boy. <laughs> Kenny, please let the people know where they can find you. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, Kenny. We and, me and, and you. And I need to get you uh, on the show, and we got to get Chrissy on the show. That'll be a lot of fun. So, and uh, well, I guess Candleman can come on too. <laughs> listen, wow. Listen, if it's a, if it's an I guess, I will pass. Okay. The Candleman, the Candleman, the Candleman does because okay. he mixes it with love and makes his candles <laughs> look good. <laughs> oh yes, don't yes. I guess me. <laughs> I think the Candleman's candle a lot guess better. Somewhere else, <laughs> I think the Candleman's a lot better name. I truly do. Candleman's over. I, I love it, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you so the Candleman. <laughs> Put his real name up. Put his real name up. Let's no. see the name he goes by. No, we, we we want to thank you, Kenny, for coming on the show. Me and you, we have a good time on Sports Keto Wrestling. They can check us you can out find on the paper. You are trying to wrap me up at Starmaker Bowen on Twitter, uh, forward slash Starmaker Bowen on Facebook, Starmaker Bowen on Instagram, and the greatest podcast in the world. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The Bowen Alley, youtube.com forward slash The Bowen Alley. And I'll be back doing live shows probably Tuesday night, 9.05 p.m. I said, good day. <laughs> Bowling Alley is a close second to True Hill Heat. I do agree. No, um, we're hanging in there. We're doing all we can. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy Love, please let the people know where they can find you as well. Yeah, and tell any, me where any I can parting find you, Love. Where can I find um, you? You can find me on here every week with my, my good brothers for True Hill Heat every Saturday live at 11.05. Uh, you can find me, myself, and SP on Fridays as we do Dark Side of the Ring. I think we have three episodes left. Mm. Um, next week is going to be Luna Vashon, which I'm so excited. Uh, we did our, you can watch us on Patreon. We did the Escape the Undertaker episode, which was really fun with you guys. The, sh the movie, eh, but we had fun together watching it. Other than that, you can find me on IG, Twitter, and on Facebook. It's Chrissy Love one or Chrissy Love underscore. Thank you. Thank you, Chrissy. By you don't look a lot on this way, episode. Great to hear. Uh, uh, Luna Vachon was a friend of mine, and I helped her get hired by WWE. Next time I'm Are on you the, in the show, episode? I'll tell that story. Yeah, I, I helped her get her job in WWE. It was a roundabout story. It came down to her and Sherry Martell. And uh, also, I was very good friends with Gangrel. He used to hang out with us when he was down in OVW. And was a class act. I, I love uh, Gangrel and Luna both very much. They, I, nice. I didn't get to, I didn't get to deal with her a lot, but she asked me to help her try to get hired by WWE through Cornette, and it worked. So we'll tell that story the next time you guys have me on. 
great. And DJ Eric saying we need more Miss Chrissy Love. She is the real star of True Hill Heat. Oh, we're going to get more of her. I'm going to have her on every week and bump those clowns I have on my shows. But I'm going to do <laughs> You got hey, another job, let Chrissy. Let me know. Get, hey, get rid I'm of ready. those losers. <laughs> Top guy oh. JJ, where can they find you? <laughs> Oh, at a candle shop somewhere, obviously. You find, yeah, you can probably find me in my candle shop somewhere, too. I got one in Staten Island, one in Brooklyn as well. Oh, Jesus but Christ. You can find me on Instagram at True Hill underscore Top Guy JJ and on the YouTube channel every week with these awesome people here on the True Hill. He's the anchor show of the, the, the channel and random shit. Watch alongs, round table. Randomshit.com. Get it right. Random <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know if I have a dot com yet. Well, we're yet, working yet, on it. You know, working we will on by the end of I got the day. a dot com here. You go to randomshit.com. Hey, right, you. Ryju, gettyrandomshit.com ASAP. I just told Ryju. I'm not advertising randomshit.com. I don't, I yeah. don't know what the fuck is on randomshit.com. You might go well, to that shit. I and you might see some, you to triple, make you might see some triple X shit that you probably like. might. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Um, you can find me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. You can also find me on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel every uh, Monday and Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Sports Keto Wrestling along with Rick Uchino and Dutch Mantel every Friday following SmackDown and Rampage. And here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, True Rewind with my boys Romeo and Drunk Guy JJ reviewing the Monday Night Wars. We're in June 1996, so check that out this week. We got June uh, 10th, 1996 with the debut of kevin nash on wcw nitro so that's going to be a good one of course me and chrissy love every friday on our dark side of the ring review check out our review of the johnny canine episode which is up on the channel right now and of course every saturday right here on the true hill heat youtube channel 11:05 a.m eastern time and next week we have true heel heat 147 with our special guest the nwa podcast nubian wrestling advocates podcast over on post wrestling and it is the fantasy draft 2.0 as we are going to be versing uh the nwa podcast this is a different type of fantasy jeff different for what we did with the distraction where everybody was available we are only doing african-american pro wrestlers from the past and the present so that's going to be a good one check that out kenny you have a comment I want to plug a show for you New Yorkers on October the 19th, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We haven't decided if it's going to be live or recorded yet, but Anthony Scaramucci, the former White House uh, press secretary, will be my guest for the seventh time on the Bowling Alley, and you New Yorkers should get a kick out of that. Mooch is a dear friend of mine and uh, will be appearing 3 p.m. October the 19th. Not sure if it's going to be live or recorded, but if it's recorded, you'll be able to see the show maybe an hour after we're done. So definitely check that out. And I want you New Yorkers to tune in. Check that out for sure. And remember to to drop a thumbs up on this video share this video with all your wrestling fans friends and family of course if you want to support the true hill heat movement even more patreon.com forward slash true hill heat will have true hill heat 146 post show up on there probably later today and there's so much the escape the undertaker watch along j news japan to enjoy rampage spoilers so become become a three dollar backer to support us there and of course if you're watching us on demand put your comments down below let us know what you thought about the podcast any questions for kenny let us know there 
as well. And if you're Mr. Love, please put your death threats to Kenny Bolin in the comments <laughs> below as well. And if you are new, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content. Thank you, everyone who joined us. Live. I'm, I'm hiring security as we speak. Frantic World, who said this was a great episode. See you guys on the next one. And Slam and Sammy Joe, lovely time, great show. Thank you so much. So for the star maker, Kenny Bolin. For Miss Chrissy Love, for Top Guy JJ, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been True Hill Heat 146 Nuclear Rewind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs>